this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Election Day is one week away, and we're getting nervous. To all our international listeners, we're having a new contest, where if Donald Trump wins, and you give us your address, we will literally move into your house. Please? We are not kidding. Help us. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Fuck, fuck no. I disagree with that. Agree. Don't be such a pussy, Chuck. This is your country. Fight for your country. That's right. Americans don't just run. I'm very misguided. I'm not beating anybody in a fight. I'm getting the fuck out. Grab your country by the pussy. Hello, Christina. Hi. Hi, Christina. Welcome to the show. Florida? Yeah, would that be the pussy? Is that the pussy of America? That's the peen. That's the penis. It's the crotch. Yeah, but it's a it's no, it's Texas like a protrude. It's a protruding. Everything peninsula. is bigger in Texas. So what's the pussy then? It doesn't have a. Pu- it's a man. It has a penis. Texas America. Like Sid is the pussy of America. Sid, just like you? a man, Darren. Yeah, misogynist. Oh Down my! Check your privilege. I'm just saying. There's a big peen sticking out of the southeast corner of Maybe the U.S. Maybe it's just a goiter. It's what a about, goiter. Okay, wait. I got it. So, so wait. First of all, what are we saying that it, America's a hermaphrodite because it's no, both it's sex a woman. Organs? It's it ends it's in an A. a. Yeah. It's a feminine name. Thank America. you. Named yeah. after a man whose name was Amerigo. Yeah, okay. but they changed it to an A, so okay. that makes it the feminine. Like Roberta. Well, if we are going to, if <laughs> hey, we are, Roberta, Raba, yeah. I guess. Yeah. If we are going to say that America has a vagina. I say Michigan with that little indentation where the lakes are. So we're upside down? It's Maybe. very moist sure. up there. It's okay, yeah. fair. And Lots toxic. Of, <laughs> Lots of lakes. Yeah. It's the Metal Injection Livecast, episode number 383. Mm-hmm. And uh, my name is Rob. I'm here with Noah. Hello. Sid. Hi. Darren. Yowza. And uh, Christina, of course, Noah's roommate, Hi. sitting in. Thank you and for Christina joining us, Christina. from the Jay Thomas Show. Oh, and Series from the Jay Thomas Show, yes. you got to give the whole resume here. Plug and everything. Thank yeah. you. Hi. I'm here for a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. to get Rob high. Just to get Rob I serve purposes. I like it. I mean, that's not why. You're always invited regardless of if you have weed. You're I brought my sweet. own weed. Of course you did. <laughs> but fun- it's always great to share. It's fun to share. Yeah. Funny enough, people, you, know. uh, you mentioned the election. We will be on the air during yep. the election. Yes, the votes I'm counted. going to be voting right before coming here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll have plenty of stories of voting in a be late. Russian district. Well, I'm s- going to try to leave super early. To I, avoid s- I said on the air a, a couple of weeks ago that I'm going to vote like down ballot and not vote for the president because I think that Hillary Clinton's going to win anyway. In New and York, I don't sure. like by a landslide and I don't. Like really, I feel like if I had to, I would vote for her if it was a swing state. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like comfortable doing that. So, I, like but dad. I changed my yeah. mind. I changed my mind. I am going to write in Bernie Sanders as a symbolic gesture, hmm. even though I will not do anything. You know, I've been thinking about that too, but I'm so afraid. Yeah, uh, you think exactly. Trump will win New York? I don't know what I think anymore. I really, I I'm think a so, lot of people. I'm so over the whole thing. I think a lot of people in New York think like Darren. Like I just saw Nick on Friday, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to vote for Jill Stein or oh. the Green Party, so that if they get five percent of the vote, then they get federal funding." But I don't want oh, Jill Stein to get nervous. federal funding yeah. because there she's a moron. And also That's that federal thing. funding thing—if it hasn't happened by now, it's not going to happen. Just well, let I think it go. I, no, I do think that. It, I, I do but think I that think they. I votes. disagree with that. I just yeah. think they're not the ones I want to. To get yes. the federal fund. Agree. Yeah, yes, true. I am all for more parties, and yes. I definitely think the way it's set up to only be two parties is is wrong. But it's kind of crazy that 
all four possible major choices are terrible. Have yeah. flaws. The the two alternate choices to me are worse choices worse, yeah. than the two major. Well, well, no, I don't agree with that. Trump. I, this is what I, I, was, I think. Trump would be better than Gary Johnson. I would not. Yeah, trust I agree with that. Gary Johnson to like. To house sit even. I was Get talking. Away from I was him. talking to Bong sit even. He doesn't. He'll, he's the type of guy. Well, I don't where know. You he's pass. really into. No, no he's the type. Let me finish favor? this. No, wait, hold on. No, could you do me one quick favor? Yes. The the volume switch for Rob's microphone. Could you turn it down a little bit? That's I exactly what I just That's not going right to prevent now. us from hearing Sorry. it. We're in the room. But just, he's oh the type God. of guy you invite over to your house to smoke, or invites himself over to your house to smoke. He's the type of guy who tags along for a smoke sesh, mm. and you you have this new bong you want to share with your friends. And on the first pass, he gets it and drops the bong and breaks it. Now, Rob, right. I'll, that's Gary Johnson. And then your house stinks. Yes. But then Donald Trump is the guy who rapes you. Yes. Instead of just breaking, you're saying a broken bong is worse thing. than being Which raped. I'm not okay with at all. For me, it's been like I, I've been very fascinated by people who support Trump because mm-hmm. you know there's these stereotypical racist Trump supporter, which is obviously a big portion of his fan base of his supporters. But I feel there are people that aren't there for the racism. They're there's, just dumb. And they're not dumb What they're there misinformed. for Misinformed Not even misinformed They're fully informed They have all the facts But what they want Is like anarchy And they want Trump To go in there And completely Trolls. destroy The system From within that. And in that Like I would rather Have that Like I would rationalize It that way Than vote for Gary Johnson See I have a That's Different I perspective He's an idiot From it Because like I spend a lot of time in Pennsylvania, so I drove through a neighborhood the other day where I am not kidding you, a well-to-do neighborhood. <laughs> Every single house had a Trump-Pence sign in their front yard. Somebody even decorated a pumpkin to oh say Trump-Pence. Okay. And there are people that I know out there that are I respect very much, and they are so for Trump, and they make a lot more money than I do. I mean a ton more money than I do. And they're not this... You know, let, fuck everything. Let's fucking rage. It's not like that at all. It's, oh, I just think that he'd be better off for you, you know for America. He's not crooked, Hillary. Mm-hmm. Right, and but and he's crooked in his own ways. Which right, is but they enough, overlook but he gets their a pass. guys. Well, yeah. he gets in, a pass. For mu- all of I feel it. like much in the way that, as someone who I would say is a Hillary supporter. Order this election, <laughs> I get, like a, you, a, you a mild thrash to Hillary, a least yeah. bad. Uh, like for me, the reason I'm voting for Hillary, who I did not vote for in the primary, and I'm super Bernie, is because I am of the never Trump right. mindset. So I can understand in. in a very vague way how someone could feel the same way that I do about Trump about Hillary. I actually do feel that way about Hillary, but I feel that about both. So I, I realistically but, and pragmatically know that one of them is going to win. So I have to say one is less bad than the other. And it, right, right, right. So in your opinion, Hillary is less bad. Than right. Some yeah. other people, they can't forgive mm-hmm. some of her perceived dishonesty. Well, I mean, I'm you hear it's like huge uh, faces screaming, you know, emails, emails, or mm. Benghazi, Benghazi. Like those are the two well, major. Benghazi, I think, things. is bullshit. I think that yes. I think the email uh, scenario is very serious, and I think it was already what's, why, it was already what's serious about it. Explain well, it to me. well, no, because you're. Are we? Ta- we're not talking about just only. I think the entire 
the entire email scenario is fucked up. I think that she, before we start on this, I, I want to put a, like a five minute limit on this. Well, conversation. also before we not, do that, I want to do a not, quick impression. Here, take that. Can I do an impression? Sure, this is uh, <laughs> Gary Johnson when he's asked to house it. Can you ask me? I'll be Gary Johnson. Uh, Gary, I've literally exhausted every other option. Could you please house it for me? And what is a house? <laughs> How was it? Thank you. Yeah, that was Thank pretty you. good. I like that. Well done. And also, um, and what is a house? He also, that, that, he also did that one. Weren't you in Pennsylvania, Darren? Didn't I was in Pennsylvania. And Trump I stole a Trump Pence sign from the highway. Actually, it was from like. The highway. You know those highways that, that in other states that we don't have here that have lights? You know, they're kind of a. It's like a route, like an interstate, but it has lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People yeah. live along. Yeah. So we were driving on one of those. And we stopped at a light, and, and someone in the car, I don't remember who, said, look, there's a Trump Pence sign out there. So I said, oh, I should go take it. <laughs> so I said, yeah, go take it. So I get out of the car, and I just, it was, it was on stakes, and I just yanked it up. And then the light turned green. So like I, I perceived, like, I look around, and people are kind of, the, pe- the people in the cars behind are kind of <laughs> looking at me like yeah. this. And then I realized everyone around here probably loves Trump. They yeah. probably thought you were so passionate about Trump you that you had to take own. that sign with I, you. A guy gave me a dirty look in one of the cars. That so I, that you were going to deface it. I'm assuming, were you wearing a Mets hat at the time? Yes. That gave you away probably. Oh, okay. As a liberal, uh, a yeah. liberal oh, from totally. New York. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, I don't want, like you said, I don't want to belabor the point, but the reason that I think it's a problem is because it's not being handled consistently with the way other people who... Mis- allegedly mishandled uh, classified information or endangered classified information were treated, especially in cases where it was done for a good reason, like Chelsea Manning or uh, Edward Snowden, who basically they said in those cases, intent doesn't matter at all. You, you fucking, you know, you yeah. expose classified sure, information. I disagree with that. But the intent there was to expose classified right, information. Right, but the intent was to expose classified information. It is a crime, 100%, but it was done as a whistleblower. So we're supposed to have whistleblower protections in this country. And they they took the stand that doesn't matter, this is illegal, and they need to be uh, uh, prosecuted for treason. With Hillary Clinton's case... She did not do it as a whistleblower. She just was careless. She was completely careless and did it for her own self-aggrandizement because she wanted to have uh, things that she didn't want exposed to the public stored in a place that is not subject to Freedom of Information Act uh, requests. So she made a fucking private server in her house. That's not cool like well that's not and that but that's the only reason why this information was stored on that service so why does she get off and why do actual patriots want to exile from the country what has been found in those emails though that it's not, is, it's not even it's not even a question of whether anything porn. was there it's the carelessness <laughs> of the information and the reason why it was stored on a private server in the but first place. with the snowden thing there was a fallout from his his exposing uh, the information there's what what is the fallout of her email thing what i'm saying is the fallout doesn't even matter we don't even know the full fallout because the investigation as you we were discussing earlier is still going on we don't even know what the fallout is they haven't even looked at every single email on the servers right but they and said, a lot of them were also but destroyed said, but they have said that there's nothing to prosecute her on What's right they a, have said that. but anyway but i think it's highly politicized but isn't the guy who runs the fbi a republican yes so what's what's in it for him well, the same thing just happened the other day uh, when 
Hillary Clinton's exonerated, they go, oh, this guy's a Republican. This guy, he's a saint. You know, he's the Archangel Gabriel. He's, you know, he's the most perfect human being in the world. We have to abide by what he said. She clearly didn't do anything wrong. Then when he says, ah, the, the investigation's still ongoing. We still have to look at some emails. Oh, he's a dickhead. He's rigging the election. Uh, well, that's, that's not why they're, they're just saying, saying he's could a you explain what you mean, sir? They're by... saying the, the, their problem is he sent the vague well, who's letter. who's they? I've seen everyone, a lot of the, Literally uh, everyone. A lot of people are saying that he sent a vague letter that mm-hmm. caused hysteria mm-hmm. when he could have went about it in a much more professional way. In what way should he have gone about it? Been less vague in the email. In the letter or not written the letter. These emails involve Hillary Clinton or these emails do not. Yeah, they don't even involve Hillary Clinton. They're all emails of Huma Abbey. He has to. Anyway, look, uh, all right. Political talks over. Um, uh, Barista's dick. I'm sorry. Batista's dick. (laughs) I like Barista's dick. Yeah, so do I. Wants to know uh, Christina, are you related to Chuck Palumbo? No. Do you know who he is? Not to my knowledge. He's I'm a professional not. wrestler, and then he had some reality show about fixing motorcycles. And also, I'm not related to Chuck Palumbo. Chuck Palumbo was notoriously famous for skipping leg day. He had toothpick legs. Oh, that's true. And a gigantic upper body. Very true. Very true. Yeah, no, there is no relation. Although that is, you know, a trait in my family. Oh. I have to say, if you have skinny chicken legs, give us a call seven one eight. I have skinny chicken legs. Seven one eight three zero three. Two three five three. That's the phone number. I wanted to just. I'm not going to go back to the email thing, but I wanted to. Mm-hmm. We were talking about ranking the four candidates, and I was talking to Rob about this. And I want to make it clear that I don't. I hate and despise all of these candidates. But if you put you a gun actively to actively despise them, I <laughs> actively despise them. I least hate Hillary Clinton of the four. I candidates. don't. I I would say Jill Stein. I least oh, hate. No. Again, I'm not saying she's good. I agree with your criticism, but I you least. Okay, I, I would you. rather have the doofus hippie than the warhawk. No. Um, Leroy in the chat brought up that in 2012 you voted for Jill Stein. It's true. I blindly voted for Jill Stein. That's I. I admire Rob for that for being intellectually honest and saying I learned more about Jill Stein and now I don't like her. I blindly voted for her. Only because I knew without a doubt that Barack Obama was going to be president again. And I, the only reason I voted was for what we talked about with the funding, with thinking like, oh, well, maybe it'll happen. But no, I don't no know, way. man. By the transitive property, you like uh, Hillary Clinton more than Barack Obama. <laughs> That's rough. So man. there you go. It's... It, it's, it's in the just circumstantial. By, just but by it, my voting history, it would come off that yeah. way, but completely inaccurate. Vote for Bernie. Write him in. Bernie's no, not no. even going to do that. Right, I know. He's but I think, but Bernie, him. I think, has a defensible reason for saying that. I think he He's has, an American who doesn't want the country to burn to the ground. Well, if you want to be inflammatory about it, yeah, but I think real, pra- pragmatically, he has a lot of supporters that live in swing states, and he doesn't want... He thinks that... Avoiding Trump is the biggest threat, and so he's going to be a politician, and he's going to say, "I want my supporters to vote for Hillary Clinton." Yeah, <laughs> but that, Aww. but it's like he's here. I, I'm not Bernie Sanders, and I don't have a billion followers that he does, and I don't have to say that. How do you? You haven't seen the latest download stats of the live cast. We might be up to a billion. Okay, in that case, <laughs> let me do this. If you're listening to the show and you actually care what I think, if you live in a swing state that may go to Trump, vote for Hillary Clinton. Otherwise, don't. How's that? I just, I don't see the benefit of the don't. Because I I don't want her to, I don't want to, I don't think people should validate uh, her politics. He wants her to be humbled. 
No, I, well, I don't. It's well, not, anyway, it's not that. I really we, okay. We're it's not, not that vindictive. We're not. We're, we're not a politics show for the most. Part. We're whatever the fuck. For we the most, be. we talk about yeah. Joe Franklin on this fucking show. Yeah. Joe Franklin, and though, like Francesca, uh, uh, who we have a also, clip from. I don't know if we're going to get to. <laughs> also, it. better this than Callisto. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, we have this a great is, Mike Francesca clip. Let's hear it. I don't. Oh, you ready to do that now? Well, do you still have it? While you cue it up, while you try to find it, Darren, I want to tell this quick story. I went to see. Uh, Zach Sabbath, which is Zach Wilde, has a, a trio where he does Black Sabbath covers. Should Max Sabbath sue him, do you think? Mm, well, Zach Sabbath has Black Sabbath's blessing. No, Max don't. Sabbath does not. No. So. Does so he maybe- dress up like a hamburger? I did last year. Max Sabbath does, yes, but Zach Sabbath. So maybe Max Sabbath should sue Zach Sabbath just in case Black (laughs) Sabbath sues Max Sabbath so they'll have the Zach Sabbath money to pay for the second lawsuit. What would they sue them for? Stealing the rhyme scheme. (laughs) The rhyme scheme? Yeah. What rhyme scheme? Zach Mac. Yes, and... But also Black. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Did you just say yes, and? All right, so I saw Zach Sabbath... And it was phenomenal. It was so good because, Noah, you will appreciate this, Sid and Darren, you might not. I really enjoyed Zach Wilde's uh, spin on it. Yeah. And like he put. The only man who can play a guitar behind his head. Put plenty, put plenty of uh, of squeals into it, and they would do extended solos and jams on like some of the riffage. I would like that. Why do you assume I don't like that? You're right. More Sid. There's got to be other people who could play the guitar. Yeah, no, plenty of people. Well, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, it's but it's so yeah, one of thousand, same thing. Yeah. Now, so this is uh, this is uh, at Saint Vitus, which is a pretty cool hip metal bar. bar, metal venue. It's a nice venue. Fits like 200 people, and all the and pretty. Usually, it's like I want to say hipster metal fans are there. I guess it depends on the show. But this show in particular, it's the type of crowd you never see at St. Vitus, which is people from Long Island who came over the Pulaski Bridge, mm-hmm. people from Jersey, lots of uh, Sabbath, uh, Zach Sabbath chapters. And it was Halloween, I mean, uh, Black Label Society chapters. It was Halloween, so there were some people dressed in costumes. And there was this one guy uh, with a Make America Great Again uh, hat oh boy. and me and my buddy were like do you think he's wearing that as a costume or he's uh, really sincere about it Good point. and then I saw I like, I saw he was a little bit away but he had a Hillary sticker uh, I was like oh maybe it's a, just a, well, maybe a Hillary, that's the costume or whatever and then he's wearing a Trump thing but then I noticed that he had a Hillary for prison sticker mm-hmm. and an Infowars sticker oh, so which then which no. No, but then it made me that's think that okay, true. no, it is a costume though that's because too much. who the hell, yeah, like who would do go that out of the way? But who knows? I didn't. I didn't bother going up to him. I didn't want to. Was it Sean? It was probably Sean. <laughs> it was not Alex Sean. Jones. The other interesting part of the show is that uh, at one point, like during one extended solo, Zach actually goes into the crowd and like plays a solo and went. Through the venue, which is like you know two hundred people, and then behind the venue is this other room, which is the bar, and went basically to the other end of the space. Damn, a long uh, guitar cable, and he was just shredding. And yeah, like so, there was a guy with the guitar cable on stage holding it up. Also, I've never seen this before. He was flanked 
circularly by four massive security guards who formed a perimeter around him uh-huh. and then like parted the crowd like the Red Sea. So like Zach Wild, he's like, you know, I want to have this part where I'm like in the crowd and I'm shredding and like the, you know, feeling the crowd's energy. But stay the fuck away from me. My friend got shot on stage, <laughs> and I don't want anybody uh, to stab me or whatever. So, but if you could, if it could get you on stage, then why even worry about like protecting? They're on stage too. The security was he had security at all times. Also, Zach Wild, don't let let's calm down. You're not quite that important. I You're not you know what? I disagree with you. I feel like he's a very famous. He's a glorified rock session star. player. I just no to you, but to many people, well, he's a big name, and also he. I, but I think also uh, he he projects like a tough guy image. Yeah, so people kind of think they could take him. So he doesn't so want to deal with that. People are going to his shows to fight him. I'm sure that it's happened enough where he, he's had to address it. If it's like Why? Like, do you think really I, he wants to like pay for four guys to like? It's probably expensive to have four some, security guards he, he on stage. Probably site. had yes. the venue pay for them. Yeah. And what are no, 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 no. Those are his personal security. Why would he trust he random people? Or people he trusts? Are those guys going to jump in front of a bullet if someone tries to dime bang him or yeah, whatever? No, they're like, not. They're going to run That's the other their way. job. Yeah. Good luck with that. They probably get paid very well. They're probably there to root out anyone with a gun or anything, but I don't know if it actually happens. I think they're yeah. bailing. Anyway, I, regardless of the security guards, it was a very, very cool moment, especially because he ended up stopping like right in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did he look you eye to eye and say, no, hey, he was I just, remember uh, you from Screen Circle? Yeah. He stopped the whole show. Everyone, check out my podcast <laughs> interview with Rob. We talk about the yeah. Ultimate Warrior. And got him in Rolling Stone, that picture. Yeah. Actually, said, that podcast was so good, we should just stop the show and do another <laughs> no. one, part two right on, now. Rob. That was actually the after questions. show. That was the after show we talked about. Two of the security guards were the headbangers, so you could interview them also. <laughs> Mosh and Thrash yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we talked about a Hell in a Cell and how it was a little bit of a disappointing pay-per-view, but, you know. I, this is a, I love this comment, by the way. Batista's dick said, uh, he's a glorified Barry Windham lookalike. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I'll I take see it. it. Uh, yeah, I see it a little bit. You got the furry boots. <laughs> or was that Danny Spivey? Or was that both of them? Spivey, they look similar. But the furry boots. He always, uh, you know, he, he just Zach Wilde always associated with John Nord, the berserker. Okay, I can see that too. <laughs> that was always who I thought <laughs> Maybe like later in life. Yeah, yeah. Look okay. up the berserker, Noah. Yeah. That's why I think John, uh, John Zach Wilde is. Um, do you know what time it is? <laughs> it's time to talk about movement watches. It is, and uh, you know, I'm not necessarily a watch guy, but Movin sent me this watch, and uh, I've been wearing it for the last few weeks, and it's so comfortable. And now I took it off of Rob's wrist, and I'm wearing it, and it's and it's so legit. And I have to say, I've never gotten this many compliments about a piece of. Uh, Jewelry or clothing or anything that I've worn it really is nice. It's I'm actually jealous about how much more attention the watch is getting over me personally, and it really does look like a watch that could be like four, five, six hundred dollars. Like no joke. Like it's and it's under a hundred dollars. And what's cool is the company was started just by by two broke college kids who wanted to wear stylish watches, but you couldn't afford you know the crazy department store watches that cost. 400 to 500 bucks. Well, movement watches start at just $95. And movement figured out that by selling online, you just cut out the middleman, cut out the retail, 
and lower the price and make it the best possible price for the best quality watches, which have classic design, minimalist design, and lots of cool different styles. Over 500,000 watches, and they're all sold in over 160 countries. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT Movement, spelled MVMTwatches.com slash metal. This watch has a really clean design. Seriously, Rob's been getting all kinds of compliments ever since he put it on. Just beautiful. Hey, Rob. It's a beautiful watch you got on right there. What about me? I'm not beautiful. Well, the well, watch. Now I'm wearing it, so hopefully those oh, compliments let me see how it looks run on off you. on me. I love it on her. I think yeah. it's yeah. so good. Even though it's good. a man's watch. It's like one, it looks, looks like better. one of those oversized you yeah. know, bracelets that people wear, but yeah. as a watch, it's really nice. Well, now, now it's the time to step up your watch game. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash metal and join the movement. Speaking of movements, we're going to... You have to go to the bathroom? Uh, bowel I do, movement. I do, have a, I do have a bowel movement, but I'll save it till uh, the end of the show. We're going to have Gunface from the Red Cord and a bunch of new projects calling in in a few minutes. So, oh, that should be really cool. But very quickly, you know, I mentioned Hell in the Cell. Noah, how long has it been since the last time you smoked weed? Uh, April. Oh, what? I mean, uh, since Sunday. See, uh, I actually, forgot. two days ago. <laughs> that was a trick question. That's right. Noah, uh, I have, I had some of Noah's favorite strain of marijuana. Which is Blue, Blue Dream. Dream. And Noah broke. I couldn't resist. I'm so How sad was I it? wasn't there to How see it? How was it? To be well, fair, I, to be odd yeah. before, you took a very small hit. It wasn't like I you I told were, Rob, I will clear out the bong. Just leave me some stuff in the bong like and I'll clear half, it out. Half a bong rip. And then, That's how it starts. Yeah, and then we we used the volcano and I took another hit, mm-hmm. which was larger because I felt like I wasn't going to destroy my lungs with that. Mm-hmm. It's healthier to smoke that way, right? That's the rationalizing has begun. This is phase yeah. two. <laughs> it is, hel- it is uh, less uh, taxing on your lungs, vapor- vaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I really wanted to... Did you to... feel the high? Yeah, absolutely, I Were did. Were you like, whoa, my mind? Uh, no, I wasn't like that, but I was like, hey, I miss this feeling. Next question. <laughs> Have you quit jujitsu yet? Yeah. No. Have you had a lesson since? Yes. And were you horrible? Yes. Did you forget everything you learned? <laughs> yes, but that's because I didn't go to class for a couple of days. They, they so dropped you down. Oh, so day. already you yeah. smoked? You Slacking. stopped going to class for a few days? No, 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 no. Wait, did you go the next day? Did, yes. And did you Monday. feel foggy or whatever? You were fine. No, no, I was fine. Okay. I just felt like a little rusty because the last class I was at was the Wednesday. Before. Why so long? Uh, just uh, life happens. Things. Yeah, I life that's happens. Rough. So now, there's, know, there's too many things happening. I know that you're a, a weed head again, so I want to make sure. <laughs> I want to make sure you remember this. When you go to your next class, take off that beautiful movement watch yes. and don't <laughs> let it get hurt in the sparring. Uh, contest that you have with the yeah. men uh, rolling around the ground. <laughs> Maybe you could have a movement watch on a pole match. <laughs> you don't, want, you don't want it to get sweaty. <laughs> the, I would say don't do that because the first per, usually those matches the first person who gets the thing can use it as a weapon. It's oh, a no. beautiful, oh, yeah. beautiful, slick, gorgeous timepiece and we don't want it to be bashed on someone's head. Especially my head. And uh, you know we were talking we were speaking of the pots and tying into the election day talk mm-hmm. from earlier, next week not only can you vote for the president in a bunch of states, mm-hmm. there's going to be votes on the recreational legalization 
of marijuana. But not in our state. Get not to in it, our people. state. Get to it. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I'm not too familiar, but I read, for example, the proposition in California. A lot of people for the legalization of recreational weed are against the proposition because of some, like, they're not fair to uh, family, you know, mom and pop farmers. Okay. I think that's bullshit, though. They should just get it on the books and then fix it later. Just get it legal, yeah. you know? So people stop going to Well, jail. there's an infrastructure, though, and there's just people that their livelihood is the farming. But for how, how long has it been legal there for these people to even have this be their livelihood? It's been like a couple of years. No, it's been a really long a time. Long. Medical California marijuana. Medical Since we yeah. went to NAM, I know it was already legal. Like, right? now it's practically... Like, Christina it's a, did a it's whole like a radio deal. report on it, so she's our expert. Well, no, I wouldn't say I was an ex- I'm an expert on it. Amongst amongst the five of us, like, right. I think yeah. that you and I are equally qualified to talk about. This. <laughs> well, thank you. It's like and right. now a special report from Christina Balumba. I act- I saw uh, Vice did actually a really good thing on this on the on their HBO special about the corporatization mm-hmm. of marijuana, about how there's these startups now with huge capital that like just build these insane factories yes. and it's very robotic, but it's there's also these weed farmers who were there at the beginning and like dealt with all the struggle of the legalization were there to help patients and now it's basically you know the, the government got involved but that's well, yeah, like they're, go- they're learning as they're going it's all new to everybody so they're yeah, creating yeah. laws and things but now some I can't remember, I can't look up I, I'll try to look this up but anyway so uh, the point I was I was getting to is because of this now it, like for example in Massachusetts it's being voted on recreationally I read that the Catholic Church in Massachusetts it's, is spending like something like $800,000. I guess all the child rape lawsuits have been settled, so they yeah. have extra cash in the fund. Uh, on ads, marketing to, to parents to vote against this proposition. That's weird. You which, would, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you would think they'd want people to chill out and not be so upset about their children getting hurt. Yes, Maybe they can start paying their taxes. <laughs> well, what's kind of what's kind of fucked up is you know they they don't have to pay taxes, but they can spend all of this money influencing the laws, like they which should. is essentially just the people's money because they that's where they yep. get yeah, them right. from, that from. It's all donations. Bowl. Yeah. The, so I was at a um, baptism a couple of weeks ago. They stopped the baptism halfway through, like the entire ceremony, <laughs> to pass Pledge out. Drive. Yes, to to pass wow. out envelopes where you have to fill out all the information and you have to pledge money uh, for the archdiocese in the middle of the baptism. I mean, well, it was the in baby between, wasn't under the water, right? No, it was in between <laughs> dipping the baby and taking the Eucharist, uh, right? Like, just the, everything just ceased. It was an I could have. It was so. I don't. I don't. Need, I don't belong to the church. Jeez. It's not. I was mortified for this. Yeah. And more than two people, three people tried to force <laughs> me to have an envelope, and I was like, "No, thank you, please." Good for you. You had to write uh, something that you want to pray for, also, as well as donate money. I want to pray for you not to put a commercial in the middle of this baptism. <laughs> I also didn't kneel work. every time they make you kneel back after I, this, and I have sciatica. <laughs> And now I know, like, because I, I grew up with a lot of adults that were like, no, my back, I can't. Yeah, seriously, you can't kneel. It hurts It's when you get but older. But they, they want you to feel pain. They do. Yeah. They really do. But well, they stop the masochists. baptism for money, to ask for money. What, what is this commercial during baptisms? 
when I was a kid. You go to the baptism, they put the baby in the water, you go home. What is this? Back after this. Please don't forget to donate back after this. Mom, bring me my Eucharist. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to play this ad. Now, there's a lot of video here, but I think the audio will get it across. So, essentially, it's a mother and her daughter driving through a, a suburban town. It's like a, what, an elementary school age daughter? Yes. A young child. Wait, let's just say thank you to Christina. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank, thank you for, for, for your expertise. Sure, sure. Oh, I and that's that. delicious weed. Hey, I'm glad you liked it. Well, I don't thank you for that. No, I mean. <laughs> but thanks for coming. Hey, yes. thank you guys. I'll see you later. Yeah, Bye-bye. Have a good one. Thank you. Here's the sad. Question four would allow thousands of pot shops and marijuana operators throughout Massachusetts in neighborhoods like yours. <gasps> so now she's driving. She pulls up and parks at a strip mall and there's marijuana stores everywhere. (gasps) Oh, no. And she's just like, what's going on? Which, yeah, that's of course, that's how they would do it. Let's have all the marijuana shops open in the same strip mall. Well, competition, Sid. (laughs) Well, hold on. Shops that sell pot edibles that look like candy and high-potency marijuana. In pro-pot states, incidents of drugged driving and fatal car accidents are up. It just uh, sounds like, d- first driving. of all, can I just say that the word pot sounds so dated? Like, who really yeah. says? Yeah. And also the way it. they're like, yeah. oh, these candies, that looks, that, you know. They you look know, like macaroons. They're going to sell it to your exactly. fucking five-year-old. It's not like a five-year-old's going to walk into the shop and they're going to sell them. And they don't want to lose do, their fucking double yeah, license. the owner will be like, this is not, get out. Where, yeah. where, where, yeah. where are your negligent parents, yeah. child? And crimes are down. Like, like this is a completely inaccurate stat. Uh, but hold on, this is the the best part of the commercial. More pot shops than McDonald's and Starbucks combined. <gasps> Higher potency. I'd rather my, my kid eat some, have smoke some weed than eat a fucking Big yeah. Mac. Yeah, seriously, Way where is worse. this town that has more pot shops than Starbucks and McDonald's? I'll live there. <laughs> Although to be fair, they are more likely to go get a Big Mac after it's they smoke. <laughs> Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah, it the, the economy in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> More pot shops than McDonald's and Starbucks this combined. Woman, the woman looks so Higher bewildered. Like, she's like, "What? It's like there's zombies everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. what happened to my town? No, there's pot shops everywhere. Not zombies. When I was a kid, you go to the strip mall, <laughs> and they had like a like a Zabas, and they had an Orange <laughs> Julius, and then they got pot shops. Mons, what's a pot shop? That's where you get your pot. <laughs> Oh, okay. Fine. Like what they, my, my wife cooks the, the, uh, the marinara. No, the mar- marijuana. Marinara? The dope, the wacky tobacco. That's like the sauce, right? Yeah, the you can put it in the sauce. You can you put, put it in the pot. put that in the pot. That's what they're talking about, right? The marinara in the pot. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you when you're older. Okay. Higher potency, this dangerous drivers. It's the reason health Mom. professionals are urging Kevin? to vote no. <laughs> All of a sudden, Kevin? her what, what I assume is her son walks out of one of the pot shops. Well, he says mom, so yeah, it's yes. probably her son. We don't know that it's some kind of weird like fetish play. That yeah, right? Like, I was thinking the same thing. She's like his mom, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> I just want to know why it's always Kevin. Every one of these PSAs yeah. and Kevin. stuff, the kid's name is always Kevin. Yeah. Why? What? Where does the focus group Kevin that's is a all, troublemaker. The other it's thing I, I love is he has this giant paper bag, <laughs> like a, like like you would get at a supermarket. He's got three and, ounces a week, and there's like a bog falling out of it, <laughs> and like oh like there's God. some animal, like who go like who. He's got a fish album. It's the starter kit. It's the weed it's starter exactly, kit. It's exactly that. Like, today I'm going to try the pot. <gasps> My mom is here. 
Didn't the same thing happen with you and Mama Raba? You walked out of the apartment with the bong? Mama Raba, no. She did not catch me in the village buying a bong. He's got Cheech under his arm. But anyway, let's speak to a resident of Massachusetts. Yeah, we can get his take on this vote. I'm giving a call to Gunface Mike McKenzie. Yeah. Of the Red Cord Unraveler Nightkin. Lots of great projects. Longtime guest of this show. Longtime friend. Good friend of the show. Hello. Hello. Hey. Mike, thank you so much for taking some time out of whatever you're doing. Literally walking out of some sort of engagement, I'm assuming, to talk to us for a few I'm at minutes. a private event, and I told them to fuck right off. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm still here. I'm in someone's garage. What's going on? Well, moments ago, we were actually talking about this uh, proposition going on in Massachusetts about the pot legalization. Uh, yes. Have you, have you heard? Is it like a big talking point? And I know you're not a pot smoker. And you might greatly yes, dislike pot Yes, but I just smoking. gave you my answer on the ballot. Yes, of course. You're for it. No, I'm not a big pot. I'm not a big. No, I'm not a pot smoker at all. Mm-hmm. This is all very but, confusing. Uh, of course I'm going to vote yes on that. It's ridiculous not to, right? Uh, for the I mean, most part, I agree. 2016, right? Yeah, you could use that tax money. So have you been seeing these, I don't know if you have television or, or cable or if you're a cord cutter, have you been seeing these anti-pot ads? We just uh, played like this really absurd one. Oh, no, I actually haven't. Um, I can't even imagine what their argument would be at this point. Right. Uh, well, the art, it's just this mother driving around with her young daughter, and it's this total fear campaign of, like, there's going to be more pot shops than McDonald's and Starbucks, and this mother looks around like she's in a zombie movie. Yeah, like, what ominous, hap- ominous music. Like, what playing. happened to my town? You know? And then all of oh, a sudden, God. her son, her teenage son, walks out of one of the pot shops, and he goes, like, Mom? And then she goes, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Kevin is the new Billy. Like, Billy used to yeah. be what they named yeah. all the kids. Honestly, in, in Massachusetts, we're voting on um, uh, more funding for charter schools. I think that's a gr- much greater threat to children's well-being mm-hmm. than fucking weed, you know? <laughs> Agreed. So you're, you're, you're yeah. for the funding, I'm guessing. For the funding of... of of, of, of the ch- charter schools? No. No, charter schools are bad. Oh, wait. Public schools need up. the funding. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. The charter schools will pull money away from public schools. It's the ironic thing right now is that I'm at a fundraiser for, or I think it's a fundraiser. I don't know. I'm working a private event, and I think it's for a fundraiser for private schools. <laughs> oh, dear. Oopsie daisy. What, what type yeah, of but I'm. What do you do if you don't I don't know. I probably... Bachelor well, I'm bartending a party. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Well, a job is a but job. I, but I, so I should, probably shouldn't talk about that in that light, but uh, I stepped out of the area while they're talking to talk to you guys about, well, I thought it was going to be death metal, but now we're talking about politics. No. Um, <laughs> yes. Let's, let's uh, transition to death charter metal. schools. Yes, weed. And uh, well, I don't know if you know, I don't know if you follow the Massachusetts questions or not. The other ones are... Uh, they want to put a casino in uh, Everett. And what's the fourth one? Oh, the fourth one is um, uh, prohibiting certain uh, storage of livestock, which uh, were for that. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. You know, important trying stuff. not to treat animals like shit. Oh, yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. So, yeah. Because we are their voice. 
Yes. <laughs> well, I want to talk to you about, let's talk about music. Since the Red Chord ceased being an actual band, <laughs> and now is more of a concept well, we, or an idea. We played shows last year, so we're a still band. Right, right, right. We're just a, There's still an actual band. We're just a band. weird band. You're like, now you're more of a project, perhaps a side project of sorts. You can call it whatever you want. Well, I, what it's I what, what I'm getting to is now you you're you've been doing a lot of other projects. You, you have Unraveler, and, and you just yeah. collaborated with a few other cool people on this Nightkin EP. Yep. And uh, how did you get involved with Nightkin, which has some old Black Dahlia members? Well, Dave, um, who was the main writer for Nightkin stuff, um, Dave used to play bass for Black Dahlia Murder. And I guess it was probably, at this point, what year are we in? 2016. So I guess it was probably more than four years ago, he, he sent me a message and saying that he was starting a new thing and it would be cool to sing on it. So I said, yeah. And then, uh, we, and then it took me forever to get around to actually recording some stuff. And then he recruited some other dudes. And now it's a full band and we play shows basically like once a year. And we put out a record every so often and uh, we just put out a uh, full length that is called Oath of Elucidation and that's coming out on vinyl mid-October and we also released a digital EP that has that you guys shared on your thing and it's got some covers and one tune yeah I, re- I really like the new song and I want I want well, to exp- I want to explain to you I knew that if I if the headline was about the Metallica cover because you do yeah. was it Trapped Under Ice? What was the yes, yes. Yeah. So you, you, you do Trapped Under Ice, and you, you know what I love about it is you completely made the song your own, like a disgusting death metal song. And I knew if I wrote about that, it would pique people's curiosity way more than if I'm like, hey, check out this Nightkin song. But oh yeah, of course. If, and, if I reel and, them in, you know. You reel them in with the cover and then like, hey, but check out this original song they did. So. That's great, yeah. Yeah, you got to reel them in with some bullshit kind of, uh, you know, like prod at, at their insecurities a little bit. And they come in to complain. And uh, and while they're coming in to complain, the other people come in also like, oh, this guy's complaining. I better check it out. What's he complaining about? Hey, I maybe I like this or maybe I don't, whatever. And then some complaining asshole will be like... Oh, these guys do it not a way I would do it, except I also didn't do it, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you tell them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who Absolutely. Cares? Yeah, no, those are if great you points. If you've got a problem with the way somebody covers a Metallica song, they just cover a Metallica song. End of story. Anyone can do anything. It's fucking the internet. You can, anyone can go nuts. Yeah. You know? I just think that people are more inclined to uh, complain out loud than to... Uh, compliment out loud. It's and, and that kind of goes to, I mean, like if you look at Yelp, that's clear examples of people yes. complaining all the time. You know, it's funny you say that because I created a Yelp account only to compliment places I like because I felt like Yelp is just full of people complaining about restaurants. So I was just like, I love this restaurant and the people are awesome. I'm going to create a Yelp account just so I can review them positively because that's great. That's the because who cares? Like. I can complain. I think that people complain oftentimes or say any or give their opinion on the Internet at all because maybe there isn't a place in their regular normal life to give their opinion. (laughs) 
so they're true. they're like, well, I have to say it to somebody. I have it's it's inside me, and I have to get it out. Yeah. I think people you know, just don't. Like, I think people just don't know what to do with their anger, like how to manage it. And venting is what people usually do, which is like a negative side effect masturbate. of anger. Right, like people yeah. should masturbate. That's a positive way yeah. of releasing it. But most people just like to vent, mm-hmm. and then they go and they comment on on metal injection or metal sucks. And- well, see, the problem is these people might be masturbating a little too much to the point of they're avoiding social interaction. <laughs> they'd be While like commenting. They'd be asleep. They wouldn't be commenting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might be masturbating so much that it warps their perception of reality, and they think that it matters what anyone what anyone thinks. I don't it know. It really doesn't matter what anyone fucking thinks. Since since metal injection phased out the babe of the day, there's nothing on there to masturbate to, though. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, I go on your I go on your site just to masturbate mainly. <laughs> wow, Rob, how do you feel? I mean, about I, that? I, uh, hey, yeah, whatever like, works. Whatever the story is, I'm, I'm like, oh, I can get into that. Let's see if I can get into that. Worry <laughs> about this band. I'll, I'll try. Let's see if I can do it. You know. <laughs> All right. Which post do you like better for that, the Frank posts or the Rob posts? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's tough. That's tough. Depends on my mood that day. Maybe I'm like, I don't know. Something about Rob's wordings really getting me going. I feel and like other days I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is more like the Gonzo porn, and Frank is more like the the porn with like yeah. a story mm-hmm. and like cinematography. Yes, that's a that's Corporate a great way to put it. Yeah, the Rob posts are just like yeah. eighteen people by a pool fucking with no <laughs> no, no talk at all happening for the true sex connoisseur. But with Rob standing by the pool with a microphone creepily, he's yeah. like see more butts. Yeah, the Rob posts after you after you read them, you're like, oh, that that was kind of I don't know, that was kind of. Somebody's not happy at the end of that. And after the Frank post, you're like, you're like, okay, you know, maybe nobody's every, people. Some people are cool with this, and they're like, hey, this is my job, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's not as exploitative. Yeah. Who you? knows? You know, everybody's into some shit. Get into some shit. Who cares? Do everything. I don't know where this conversation went. I like it though. But no, I think I I'm either. offended. Yeah. I'm not sure though. Uh, Mike, you're doing a lot of stuff. You also have Unraveler, which I love. That's the Eight uh, uh, bit project, right? You kind of what, is it? Like, yeah. What's the 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 genre? It's like chip tune. Am I saying? Am I, well, I, I don't, actually I don't. don't use the term chip tune because oh, sorry. Just like metal, there are a bunch of people that get really angry when you start saying you start calling yourself something that other people don't define you as. So uh, chip tune, apparently, I guess chip tune is really um, more involved in, with using the actual hardware or some emulation of the hardware of, you know, video games or whatever. It's My stuff is just video game-inspired music. I just, you know, it's just stuff I want to make because I have fun making it. And I don't really, I have never really tried to figure out what the genre would be, I guess, video game-inspired, you know. But um, but I do have a record I'm finishing right now. It's a full-length um, for Unraveler that um, I'm pretty pumped about because the first time I did first time I basically just created the record to take my the pressure off my brain while I was working on Summer Girl, and it was just a fun thing and I didn't care There's no there were no rules and I just put it online and this time I'm trying to write like what would be a video game soundtrack just for fun because I love video game music and so this time it's a little more cohesive I think than last time 
That's cool, man. I, I really enjoyed it, and it's really good, chill, like, uh, working music. I find, like, sometimes it's a little hard to listen to death metal while writing these exploitative yeah. posts. So uh, I really enjoy listening listening <laughs> to that. And and do you... Thank you. You and Greg have some fake bands going on, right? Like, you have 30 bands, 30 different side projects or something like that? We do have a lot going on right now. Um, Greg is playing with a band called Wormwood that is um, Chris Pupecki from Doom Riders and uh, Mike Gowell from Phantom Glue and uh, um, and Chris Bevilacqua, who played in Doom Riders um, a while back. Oh, awesome. And that uh, sludgy, doomy, miserable stuff. It's really good. When, when and, can, uh, can you send that to and me? And he also right has a... What's that? Can you send that to me like right now? Yes, you can go online and listen to it. I think their stuff might be on Bandcamp. They have a, they're working on new material, but their last record is really good. It's like an EP. And they, and Greg just put out a project called Deadlights. That's uh, rock stuff that he writes everything with. Uh, drummer used to be in six or is in Six Seal. That he plays uh, like he's played with for a long time. And I'm actually going to play bass on that live. And then we're doing another Six Seal record. So Greg and I are like in too many bands together. I actually was talking about a thing. <laughs> I was telling. So I'm I'm doing another thing. I'm playing with uh, Where Your Wounds, which is a Jake Bands project. That's this solo thing. It's a droney kind of heavy, really powerful stuff. And I was I was telling Greg about it, and I actually said. And uh, Greg, I started to say, uh, Greg's going to play bass on it. And I was like, oh, I'm just so used to saying that <laughs> Greg is not playing bass on it. <laughs> but uh, we're in a lot of bands together. Damn. How do you remember everything? That's Well, that's the thing is I don't. I yeah. start to say that Greg's in the band and he's not. <laughs> right. You know, But it's like so much, uh, like your, your your catalog is so like vast. So How do you not repeat yourself? Yeah. Well, I probably do a lot. I probably repeated myself like 20 times in this interview, oh. and I don't know what I'm talking that. about. And uh, I literally, I have a list, I have a, like a, a, a file at home that lists my projects, and I also have it written in a, in a planner that has all the projects I'm working on because I lose track. I have another project called, called Dualitist, that's like this electronic thing. All this stuff is like in the works. Some of it's coming out soon, some of it's coming out later. I just, like, am really, I, I don't know, I just can't stop doing stuff. And I also, to, you know, to a fault, to the to a point where I can't even function anymore. I'm like, I have 17 projects, I don't know what any of them are. I can't tell you who's in them. Somebody. Well, I think it's great. I mean, like, it's it's really hard to, you know, to be, in, like, that inspired and to just constantly churn out music. I think a lot of people get stuck and just kind of lose ideas. I, I, the only reason I do lots of different projects is because I don't really feel like I have a choice. I just have the ideas and I have to do them. And, uh, and that's it. There's just so many things I want to do. I want to put up probably like a hundred records by the time I turn well, that, 40 and that's four years away. So. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what I was trying to say that a lot of people don't, really take the initiative to follow through with their ideas I think it's great that you are it's, it's, you know it's like that's an inspiration in yeah, itself yeah well I'm not sure how like I, I guess to, from my perspective it feels like 
a lot of the time I'm like, oh, I'm, not, I'm really not working hard enough. Even if I'm working on a lot of things at once, I still feel like I'm not doing, I'm not working hard enough because I decided to watch a movie tonight instead of work on music, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I just don't really have a choice. I just, it's just kind of like my duty to uh, record shit, you know. Uh, I don't know. Right, <laughs> ridiculous stuff, serious or not serious. Well, it's cool, and I think it's great that you're putting out. And importantly, it's all pretty interesting. I have to say, I'm pretty interested. Well, thank you. Or maybe I just have poor taste. Oh, stop maybe you do. I mean, it I don't think both. it's very good. It's pretty. I think it's all this stuff is really terrible. <laughs> and you're probably a bad person for liking any of my stuff. You should record. You should listen to what the people say on the internet and. Rather than recording music, you should just commit suicide <laughs> because, um, you know, you could work towards a thing and try to do something that is important to you, or you could just shut the fuck up. Ugh. It's true. <laughs> no. it's true. <laughs> uh, cool, I just man. think it's hilarious at this point. I mean, I used to get bummed about it, but now I'm, you know, I'm going to be 36 this year. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Nice. So old. I'm old. That's a new age bracket. What's that? That's like a new age bracket. Rob, yeah. my my roommate's turning thirty six, and Rob was telling her how it's a new like age when bracket. you fill out the forms, you're you're not eighteen to thirty five yeah. anymore. That's true. Yeah, it's you have big. to say thirty six to forty five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! I could be forty five or I'm thirty six. Yeah, they don't know. Whatever. It's all the same. It's, a, it, it's fine. Like, well, too short to, yeah. to not make stupid things that you want to make. Who cares? Make stupid things. Agreed. Make all the stupid things ever. As long as they make you happy and don't harm other people physically. Oh, yeah, Maybe like you're harming some people's ears with the but you know that's not intentional. But that is Yeah, physical. like I'm not going to make like a torture device or like a lawnmower car that drives into people or anything. I'm just yeah. making just making some music. I'm just making records. <laughs> All right. And people can keep up with you on your Twitter, right? Twitter.com slash gunface or just gunface, gunface one at gunface, gunface one. one. Oh, I guess gunface. Yeah. One. And actually I have, um, all my info on gunface.com now. Nice. nice. I'm like, like a real professional. Yes. And if, and if you go there, you'll see that Nightkin is playing a show on Saturday, December 3rd. It's a record That's release true, party. Yeah. Where, where is that? Yeah, show? Uh, In Corktown, it's, Detroit. Uh, yeah, it's a place called um, uh, UFO Factory in Detroit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never been there, but I hear they have great food, and uh, sounds really good there. I guess you're gonna so. drive over to Detroit. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna fly over a couple days before. Oh, nice, nice. So, well, Detroit needs. Yeah, the business. if it sounds bad, then it's totally our fault because uh, <laughs> I guess the venue sounds great, so I can't even. But no, honestly, the guys that play in that band, those I only sing in that band. I don't do anything else. But all the other dudes, they really have great guitar tones, and they fucking, they're all, like, it's awesome playing with them. They're all super solid musicians, and they sound great. So all I have to do is burp and growl. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's the life. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, we're going to let you go. Are there any New York Red Court shows in the pipeline? Uh, uh, no, but, um, <laughs> you know... I myself may be in New York at some time, and which I'll let you guys know. But I don't think uh, no. I I don't know what's what we're doing right now. We're we're definitely writing. I mean, we've been writing for a long time, and I haven't really been focusing on it because we're working on all this other shit. But mm-hmm. there are songs. I mean, they exist. So it's eventually. not like eventually, eventually they'll. Yeah, we didn't. 
we didn't disappear forever. We're just, uh, we're just. You're doing it at your pace. You know. Just doing it at your pace. You're just doing it at at your own pace. Exactly. Yeah. And and now we're old and we do other shit. So we just do whatever we want. And someday there'll be a record. Maybe it'll be like that thing. You know how like new metal is kind of making a comeback right now. Like in a few yeah. years, you know, new metal, the comeback will be passe, and then it'll be like the new wave of American heavy metal comeback, and then it'll then I feel like in that era, that's kind of when you guys should drop that album and kind of reintroduce yourselves to the world hmm. and ride the yeah. wave of success and play three thousand seaters. What are you, their manager? Yeah, yeah. right. Hey. hey. That'll probably happen, and we'll be wearing big pants and everything, even though they'll be like, oh, the new metal thing already happened. Like, oh, we're new metal now. We're new metal. The new Red Chord record sounds like super new metal, and uh, fuck it, we don't care. Well, finally. There's your headline for tomorrow, yeah. Metal Injection, Rob. New Red Chord sounds like new yeah. metal. Let's all masturbate to that. Oh. Mm. <laughs> all right, well. Sounds good. Well, on that note, thank you so thank much. You. And uh, uh, yeah, enjoy, thank you guys. Enjoy the rest of your private function. And come to the podcast if you're in New York on a Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah. come to New York on a Tuesday and sit in with us and hang out. We even have a. I couch. will. And I want to be there in person for real. And, we love it. And vote down that school charter proposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you guys. Bye. It was great talking to Mike Gunface McKenzie. You can uh, get more info on all of his projects. Seriously, all the music I check out from him. At gunface.com. Always, yeah, always interesting. Gunface.com to check it out. Thinks he's a big shot with his .com. Oh, we've got the .net. Yeah. .net is much cooler. It's oh. much. Gunface owns metalinjection.com. That's the <laughs> twist. He's the one. And he wants 80,000. It's dollars. more now. It's like like they keep emailing me oh, every, really? every six months. Yeah. Like, oh, hi, I'm your new rep. Do you want to talk about? Uh, your rep. Yeah, that you never like, asked for. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> it's going up. You, you're showing yeah. no interest. So and it's going. You're the only person who'd want this. <laughs> yes, you said you're not showing any interest, and the price is going up. Yes, and so in response, <laughs> I've been setting my offer lower and lower. <laughs> Eight to cents. the point of when I'm getting to like I'm gonna get to like a dollar. What are you up to? What's the last? Uh... The last thing I said was fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and what is their offer wow. now? Like a hundred and twenty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> And then the retort when I'm like, that's ridiculous. I'm yeah. not paying that is like, well, we can set up an installment plan. Oh, much better. What? <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Maybe I could set up like a $5 a month installment yeah, plan. Yeah, and just let that run forever. Sure, yeah, I'll just, pay 5 but That'll be my next. You're releasing it until you'd get tired of having it, and then you just. <laughs> why don't you ask them, wh- you know, why would it benefit me to have the dot .com? I think like Rob doesn't want to expend that much energy that, on the that's argument. not on that. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> get, get that pitch from them. Make them work for Man, it. Gunface is really extorting you. All right, call four four three. You're on the Metal Injection live cast. Yo. Yo. Just cracking, guys. What's good? Who's this? What's Everything. good, money? This is uh, Talos from Salt Lake City. Yeah. We're blazing hip hop and R&B right up ahead. <laughs> they don't have that at Salt Lake City. <laughs> well, that's why I'm giving it to them. I, I was. I was calling to propose a question. Right, I've had this accept. idea going around in my head for a couple of days. This idea of uh, liberal fascism. Okay. Because with liberalism today, it's sort of turning into fascism and everybody has to think the same way. How so? Example. Well, well, just, um, well, do you, 
this is a metal injection life cast, right? Correct. Yes. So let's talk about a little bit of metal. Okay. Um, so with the black metal bands, there's a fascist wing of black metal. Mm-hmm. The National Socialist Black Metal Movement. Okay. And I enjoy the music, but I hate fascism. But okay. because the music is so good, I don't want to sound like um, I'm catering to these people. But then there's other music I love that where these people were actually bad, in my opinion. Like, what is your point? What are you getting at? I, at? I don't understand what you're asking us. Yeah, what's your question? Is why do people attack these fascist bands when they do nothing wrong? All right, who attacked them? An in, hold on, sir. Listen, uh, hold on a second. What, what exactly, I'm trying to focus you here. What exactly is the attack? that we're talking about who attacked who well let's um be specific well, metal injection um inquisition if rob remembers that band yeah okay what about them yeah mm-hmm. so what, well, what no, i just no, i wrote i, I wrote a story well, let rob hold, hold on, hold on. let rob just back it up. i wrote a story that uh, the headline which got me a lot of negative press to me specifically got a lot of uh blowback was uh inquisition might be a Nazi band, or like could be uh, a Nazi Inquisition, band. a Nazi band? Question mark. I think that's what it was, right? I'll look it up. Can't imagine someone named after the persecution of Jews yeah. in the 15th century would be well, uh, and so a Nazi in it, band. Now, in it, I write about I, how this blogger basically has this whole takedown of pointing to instances where uh, the singer of the band has Nazi tattoos and had. Uh, for like had a uh, altercation with a former skinhead who who labeled him a skinhead. Oh, I, I'm sorry. The headline. This was the headline, and I can see it's much more inflammatory. Uh, black metal band Inquisition are probably Nazis. <laughs> I well, I have to so say, so it's very declarative. It's I, pretty I, declarative. I would say that is not inflammatory. That is inflammatory because it's. Uh, the, if Rob uh, reads it's the more, probably in a high pitch, it's not. It, but if it's, you just read it straightforward, it's it more is. inflammatory than could Inquisition be Nazis? As All right. To, All right. It's more like I. Well, look, can I say something? Sure. I, I would say it's it's more declarative than that. Yes. I wouldn't say it's inflammatory. You are okay. making a conclusion based on the evidence that you feel is correct and putting it in the headline. Now. Now here's the well, thing. So go ahead. So now I call them not. So I said they well, could be Nazis. Mm-hmm. And now you're well, saying they, they probably are not. Okay, uh-huh. they probably are Nazis. Uh-huh. And you disagree that they're not. So why is it why is it bad to listen to their music because they are not? It's, now see here I have the here same is issue with Megadeth. Like I can't hold stand on, what hold on, hold on, hold on. Does it affect the music? I think that's what question. he's asking. I no, I, I okay. I understand. Sure, 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 sure. Right yeah, no. Now I understand the question. Uh Wait, I'm sorry. Can you actually repeat the question? <laughs> I just want to Why make sure. Why is it bad to listen to them just because they're Nazis? Thank you. I At no point do I write in my article or in any of the posts oh, that I'm, it's... I'm not attacking you. I'm that, just, that what, is what, bad. What do you think? I'm just proposing just a question. You're picking your brain. Well, well, I, you, 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 you'll listen to uh, Megadeth and we all know how I don't crazy listen to Megadeth. Megadeth. Rob, can I say something? Well, I like Sea Murder and he killed a bunch of people. But mm-hmm. I still listen to him. Can I you just can, say something? I have, sure. a, you go. I have a stigma against Nazi bands, and so it's hard for me to listen to these bands, even though I enjoy their music. Well, I'm just saying that you guys have had the same predicament. Well, oh, okay. Now I understand. But you started off the call by saying, liberal like, fascism. what do you think about liberal fascism and people not being allowed to say things? 
Yeah, it's boss. I'm I'm a couple bong hits deep, so uh, well, he, he posed uh, he, he pose a pretty good question. <laughs> well, just, here's the thing. Just to clarify the point there. we were going on five minutes ago until you changed your question is I no point do I did I write that it's bad to listen to Inquisition. I am not making any judgment call on what you listen to. You can listen to whatever you want. The point of the post is to point out that these people have Nazi beliefs. Mm -hmm. And you can do with that information whatever you want. If you read this and you think, well, you know what? I still like the music. I'm still going to listen to it. Absolutely fine. It doesn't make you a Nazi. It doesn't make you a Nazi sympathizer. It just, yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with their blog post and everything. I was just whooped. I just wanted to know your guys' opinion. But I have, their own opinion. but I have stopped. But personally, I have stopped listening to bands because of their political political beliefs, like Megadeth. Like Megadeth, just be, I, it's just it's so like even on the radio, you know, Holy Wars came on, which is one of my favorite Megadeth songs, and, and at a point, like one of my favorite all time songs, and it's just not the same anymore. It's just dirty. <laughs> I just can't. I haven't gone that as far because I don't. I think if. I think it just is varying degrees because I think if if Dave Mustaine had said I am a Nazi and I hate Jews, it would probably turn me off to the music more. I think him just being a buffoon doesn't quite turn me off to this music as much. And I really am a huge Megadeth fan, so I still listen to Megadeth. I think it would put me off the music, though, if he was an outright Nazi. Here's how I look at it. It's one thing to listen to music, enjoy the music, it comes on the radio, you don't change the station, you're streaming it online, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think where it gets into an endorsement of the band, and if they're horrible people, you're specifically endorsing them, is if you're actually spending money true. on their product. If you're buying merch of a yeah. Nazi band, if you're buying the album on iTunes, whatever, mm -hmm. if it even gets to iTunes, that's an extra step. Then you're voting with your dollar, mm -hmm. and that means you're okay putting money in the pocket of people who are Nazis or who will do whatever. What, what if Good I point. buy the vinyl? What does that make me? Holy shit, I'm a, a hipster. Be an yeah. <laughs> You're a hipster and a Nazi sympathizer. Uh, a hipstatizer. Well, I, I, I brought a sea murder, and he actually killed people, and he talked about killing people. But when I listen to his music, I, 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 I don't. I agree with half of his songs. You agree with and him? It's, just, it, it's weird. Well, not agree with him, but I'm, I'm down with it, whatever he's saying. But then other people, it's like, holy shit. These are bad people, and they have bad music. And then it's just—I don't know. Well, I haven't given Dave then. Mustaine a dime since Cryptic Writings came out. So, what was that? Nineteen ninety-six. Yeah. So, twenty yeah. years without paying him a cent. I got a couple Megadeth albums oh. on Columbia House back in the day, but nothing since. So I'm good. That's a penny. <laughs> a penny yeah, for yeah, eight yeah. albums. You no, gave him an eighth of been, a cent. It might have been like four ninety nine by oh, then. You, it might it, not. Have, it might have been past the introductory. Wow, period. you spent money on Megadeth past the eight things for a penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Oh, let's walk that back. You actually paid for things after the eight. Yeah, yeah. I used to sign up I like a hundred times. I did that, but then after a while, I was like, oh, I could just keep the membership going. And uh -huh. once in a while, they had decent deals <laughs> for all on the box people. Sets. They had really good deals on box sets. All the people born after 1990. Yeah. We should yeah. explain what this Google is. Columbia House. When cassettes and and records existed, there used to be a thing called Columbia well, House. Well, I, I did it with CDs. Okay, so yeah. even they don't even know yeah. what CDs That's are, really. That's true. 
and DVDs as well, I think. They, do. Oh, they used to be these ads in magazines and different places where... I don't even know what magazines yeah. are. <laughs> but they used to be these paper, uh, kind of like books. Well, Analog they, blogs. we got to explain what books are. Yeah, analog blogs that you would open up and they'd have like pop-up ads, but they were print. <laughs> And uh, no, well, you, they would say, you know, one, you, they'd offer you eight CDs or whatever for a cent, for uh-huh. one cent, and you actually tape the penny onto this little hole where it it's said, a pl- place yeah. penny here, and you would send it in and you'd get your shit, but then you owe them money for life. Like they'd You'd have you to a, commit yeah, to buying two right. or three other CDs at full price, which were actually overpriced. Yeah. And they'd send you a bill every month unless you opted out of it at some point. Yeah. It was a big scam and a lot of people wanted to paying money for shit they didn't want. Yeah. Uh, but what was I? I was going to say something else. Fuck, I don't remember now. Oh, I did I did buy, I did give Dave Mustaine money in the last 20 years because I went to Gigantor mm. once. But that it's helped okay. other bands. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <clears throat> oh, well. Well, thanks for your uh, three we, questions that kind of morphed. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Once you yeah, got that, there, it was that's good. What, that's what marijuana does. Yeah. You took a roundabout path. Well, have yeah. a good one. There you go. Yeah, you guys have a good show. Right, oh. we, don't, we don't even have to. I feel like because we had we a conversation. No, we did at the top. He I said it. I don't. Yeah, you none of us remember what it was. That's <laughs> true. Oops. Oh. <laughs> I thought we had like a new uh, good Barbara yeah. Walters coming in. Twenty twenty feature. Oh. Is Hugh Down still alive? Is he? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Somehow I doubt it. He was like eight million years old. Now we got to explain what a Hugh Downs is. <laughs> oh, God. It's like an analog blog. <laughs> well, guys, while we were on the phone just now, Uh-oh. the Revolver Music Awards were officially announced. Oh. And they're going to be co-hosted by two, two of my favorite people, Dave Mustaine and Jose Mangan. Oh, for the love oh, of God. God. They're wonderful people. But uh, how is he going to give Metallica their award? For song of the year, <laughs> imagine. That's a good question. This is almost like a prelude to the uh, election next week. Yeah, we're going to be doing that on the air. Hosted by a basket of deplorables. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Basically. By the way, he's still alive. Oh, sorry, I was going to say we have the uh, the Mike Francesa queued up, but I actually, I actually played it for a second. You want to hear this? Wait, yeah. let's let's. Uh, Sid was saying something. Oh, no, I was just oh, going to say Hugh Downs is still alive, ninety five years old. Oh, God bless him. Ninety five year old baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why you killed the Hugh Downs? We're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> Hugh Downs, he's from the Minnesota. God bless his mother. Is that true? No, I don't know. I gotta look it up now. I'm I hope coming. so. That'd be a great coincidence. Akron, Ohio. Damn, it's close. so close. Oh, yeah. damn. Well, here's Mike Francesa. He's very upset that uh, there are celebrity Cubs fans and they're oh, getting God. lots of attention from the media. At least their fans. Uh, and listen, their fans, for the most part, are really good fans. They're you know they're having a great time. It was a nice scene in, in Wrigley Field. It was a nice scene. I don't need to see Bill Murray of the coverage is just unbelievable. I mean, how many cuts do we have to see in the stands during the dramatic moments of this game? I mean, I don't need to see Vince Vaughn after every pitch. I don't need to see (laughs) Bill Murray after. And this has nothing to do with the Cubs. This has to do with the coverage. I mean, I don't need to see Bill Murray after every pitch. I'm okay seeing Bill Murray. Vince Vaughn, I can see. Hey, you know, when when did baseball become uh, the fans, the people who watch it? I want, yeah. I want to see the game. 
Who cares about this? You know what? Look at Bill Murray. Why does he make a good movie? You know, when I was a kid, you know, you went to see the Yankees. Regular people went to see the Yankees. Okay. Not this celebrities. <laughs> not this celebrities. Not doing movie stars. You want to see Bill Murray at a game. I don't want to see Callisto. Callisto. You see Callisto at a game. Scott Stanford. <laughs> you see all you know what? People. Why do they even have multiple cameras? Why, 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 one camera shoot? Why, 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 Whoosh, just whoosh on the screen. Dissolve now. it in, dissolve it out. I don't yeah. even know. Mumbo, jumbo. Batting average and home runs. Okay? That's all you need. You don't need this other OPS, BBQ. Not even RBI. Oh, I was, wow. I'm before the RBIs. Okay? okay? We don't need More that, okay? complaints about the crawl back after okay. this. Now let's talk about Viagra. <laughs> very important. It makes my children. dick as hard as a bat. Yeah. Like in baseball at Yankee hey. Stadium. Hey. Bill Murray, after, and this has nothing to do with the Cubs. This has to do with the coverage. I mean, I don't need to see Bill Murray after every pitch. You know, I don't need. And, I, and listen, I don't mind to take me out to the ball game. Although I thought Murray's thing with the Daffy Duck was ridiculous. I mean, I really did. I just didn't. I, it I did, didn't work for me. But That's I, an I, opinion we needed to hear. What is yeah. he talking about? I, I guess I didn't see I, the actual clip, but I guess Bill Murray saying "Take me out to the ball game" in a duck voice or something. Weird. He's, he's so uh, offbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he went and tended bar. Okay. David Duck. Baseball is not about David Duck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he did for the people in, in the stadium, but uh, I have no problem with that. I mean, that's part of their, That's part of their lore. I mean, that's fine. Lore. But I mean, who cares how many Cubs fans or how many famous Cub fans are in the stands? I mean, what does that have to do with the game? And it is so stilted one way. It is ridiculous. I mean, you haven't seen anything about anything with the Indians. You know, everything is about the. No famous nobody, people come from Cleveland. Yeah, nobody so. likes Cleveland or the Indians. Is that's Drew Carey the there? No. All right, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, LeBron. When, yeah, that, and he yeah. roots for the other team. Yeah. Well, well now he's on board. The series, yeah. the, the, this is the same way. The Cubs bring him out. You know, we have to look at you know when it's supposed to be a you know terribly suffering John Cusack in some stupid outfit in the stands. Stupid okay, outfit. standing there. And stupid make- outfit. He's got a Cubs uniform yeah. on. What's the outfit? Did I miss something? Making sure that everyone sees him because he's standing in the aisle. All right, where he's, you know, with, with some dumb Like, I know, I know, I know cinematography, Mons. If you're in the crowd, you blend in. Nobody sees you. This, <laughs> this, hum, this not humble asshole is Jagoff. Gotta <laughs> stand in the stairs where you're not supposed to block people's way if they want to get the Cracker Jacks uh-huh. just to be in the shot. Okay. Okay. Does he ever go to baseball games in he, person? I yeah. go to baseball games, but I go in the suite because the seats are too small for my wife. <laughs> my huge. And I don't want to see the people, the, the women with the breasts and the, the, yes. their, the their area well, for their pump charges. I don't want to see the women with the bigger breasts than my baloney tits. All right. He's <laughs> exactly right. Okay. He's standing in the aisle with some dumb hat on in the middle of the innings. You know, dumb uh, hat on, dying with every pitch. <laughs> How dare you know, he? Or Bill Murray, or Vince Vaughn, or Vince whoever. Vince Vaughn. He makes that like a five-second word. Vince Vaughn. I like that he didn't mention Eddie Vedder because he still has no idea who Eddie Vedder is. Yeah. He hasn't gotten to Pearl Jam yet in the American songbook. By the way, uh, he's still Eddie, a credence. Eddie Vedder, he's a cretin is what he is. That too. Eddie Vedder is from 
San Diego. No, he was born in Chicago, in Illinois. I thought he grew up in San Diego and and made his living in Seattle. True, but he I, he was born in Illinois. I was gonna say, how did he become a Cubs fan? No, but so be, what? Why can't yeah. he be a Cubs fan? Like, what are you saying? They're like it's not I like they were good. I didn't criticize him. I asked how it happened. Oh, fair enough. Well, uh, I guess well, we'll have to interview him. Rob, you, can you get yeah. him on the show? Did yeah. you know they call we it? Have him on the line. Do you know what the Vetter Cup is? No. When the Mariners and Padres play every year in interleague play, they call it the Vetter Cup huh. because of Seattle and San Diego. I've never heard that. They became. You know how every team has to have a rival. Uh huh. So they they were yeah. just stuck with each other because so they didn't the, have a rival. That's the connection they came up with. Yeah, the Vetter Cup. Eddie Vetter is fifty-one years old. I didn't realize he was that old. That makes sense. Born right? in Evanston, in Illinois. Right. Uh, let's see when he moved to San Diego. Somebody else talk while I read this. Well, here, let me, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, no. please welcome the legendary Eddie Vedder. Oh. Hey, Chicago. Oh. Look at this. Look at you. Wrigleyville is full. It's October 30th, and there's baseball at Wrigley Field for the first time in history. History? I, get, uh, I, guess. I know we want to thank Theo. And Tom and Pause Joe it. and the team for bringing the I World guess it's series. the first time in history that it's gone this late and the Cubs are in yeah. it. They've yeah. been in the World Series before. Not since he's been alive. Right. Yeah. But that's all of history when he's been alive? So he was like 12 when they moved to San Diego. Oh, that's all right. That's fair. To Wrigley Field 2016. And there's one guy in particular I want to sing my ass for, and he's number three. He's behind the plate. Did he, he say sing retire, my ass? He'll never quit. <laughs> he play that Mr. again? Ross, That's how he gets that tone. It's not through his mouth. There's one person I want to sing my ass for. Imagine if he just farted this. It's a spike. Maybe that's the name of a new song he's on. Oh, Eddie. It's called My Ass. I'll sing my ass. To Wrigley Field 2016. David Ross Polk. This song is for the guy that's been on the team for like a year and a half. He's the most important third string catcher. Let's hear it for The him. most important call in Cubs history, which I only know happened since I was 12. In particular, I want to sing my ass for, and he's number three. He's behind the plate. He may retire, but he'll never quit. Mr. David Ross, I'd like to belt this one out for you. I'd like to sing my ass right now. It's his last game at Wrigley. Let's sing it for him. This Let's is sing it very with important. Come on, Harry. A one, a two. Oh, one. Oh, they always do. Hey, feed Oh, they're playing Harry. I don't. Perry. Yeah, that's it just makes it sound like a cacophony. I'd like to sing my cock off on this one. Unlistenable. Do you think Kurt Garbage. Cobain would have been doing this if the Mariners made the World Series and he was still alive? <laughs> I think oh I don't care about sports. I think what happened was a wormhole opened up in 1994, and Kurt Cobain heard this uh, performance and shot himself with a yeah. shotgun. Oh, uh, we've solved the mystery. <laughs> yes, around it wasn't time. Courtney. No, I feel like if Kurt knew that this was in the future, he'd want to stick around for it oh. so he could laugh. Oh, to laugh at his competitor. Yeah. Because they didn't—they were not really good friends. I don't. I didn't. There was definitely that. like some animosity there. Who did Kirk Cobain not have animosity with? His heroin dealer. His shotgun. Yeah. The one person he should have had animosity with is the one he didn't court. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did. Alas. 
Yeah, it sounded like they had plenty of animosity. At the yeah, end. I uh, guess. Well, maybe it was one-sided. You know, like he seems like he was like blithely in love with her, and she was just like, yeah. Um, From what I remember, him. like at the end, they were fighting a lot. It wasn't that when he was not in a coma. Hmm. Yeah, or not like dope sick or whatever. Yeah. Should we also um, talk about the new Metallica song, or do you want to just? Yeah, let's talk. About it. I like it. I. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at how much I'm liking listening to Metallica stuff. Well, I have to say, before we even get to the new song, we played the second one the other day. I guess a week ago was it? A few weeks, mm-hmm. like a few weeks ago, but yeah. And I was like not that into it. I heard I had heard it once Muffet at that time. I have had, have since like come to love this fucking song. I think this is the best Metallica song in 25 years. Wow! Wow! Better than anything since the good albums, like the the classic albums. What's the last good album? I wouldn't say good. I think some of them are good. It's the last great album, I which should was? say, which was Injustice for All. Okay. Uh, but I actually, I you know, I, I don't know if you include the the Load era because I really like Load as an album, but it just doesn't. It's not a great Metallica album. It's a great album that Metallica cut but it's not like i don't it doesn't sound like metallica it's like they went outside the box so i don't put that in that pantheon but this is like classic metallica to me and the lyrics are good like i think i, I remember shitting on the lyrics but no, i didn't you shit on the first song are you sure about yeah. that i want to check the tape because i, I thought i was shit on this one too like it was kind of stupid but these lyrics are really good what's it about it's about uh like a like um a woman who's a pop star that's Taking amphetamines and drugs and just like kind of spiraling out of control. And speaking of Courtney Love, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, listen to it. Well, I, I really love the hook. Yeah. This is the bridge part. So many good riffs on this thing. I also think James Hetfield's voice sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's figured it out. I like that. Here's yeah, the hooks. Alright. I, th- I th- hold up. Sorry. That part is yeah, so good. I feel like what was wrong with the last couple of Metallica albums was that they were like trying to recover what they were doing and failing at it, but like like they were almost getting it. Like, I feel like St. Anger had some of it, but the production was so awful that you couldn't listen to it. And then, like, Death Magnetic was kind of like if you took an old Metallica album and filtered it through Load, sort of. Yeah, like, Death Magnetic, I felt, was a transition from, like, how they were used to playing for the last five to ten years mm-hmm. to, like, all right, we should really, like... Yeah, recapture recap, it. Try to recapture it. And I think by doing that album... Mm-hmm. 
it kind of reinvigorated them, and now mm. they know exactly what works. Because these songs could have just all come off of any old classic Metallica. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they've refined it now to like where they have it again, and I'm I'm very excited as a Metallica. Fan. So Me what's the new song? New so, song is called Atlas Rise. Do you have it? Yes. Okay. This sounds like a it sounds like a Kill 'Em All song. This on YouTube. I still, but uh, no, I, I really, I'm That's really, good. yeah. It really seems like they they are they know what digging the, into their roots or whatever. What do you, what do you, Sid? You're pretty quiet. What do you think? It's not embarrassing like their previous few releases, but I mean, it, I guess it's more okay to be derivative of yourself than yeah. to be a new band that's just ripping off someone else. But it's still like it, you say that it sounds like Kill 'Em All or whatever. Like I would just say, all right, then just listen to Kill 'Em All. Well, but I think, I think it sounds more like they were just like, okay, for this next album, let's just not have any of the outside pressure on us. We let's not care about they, the record. They certainly label took or their time. Yeah. Whatever. Let's just like do it like old times again. I think that's also slightly an unfair criticism because I don't really think they're being derivative of themselves. I yeah, think they're doing they're creating something new with they're it. They're doing a new material and and there's it's like an updated uh album with their old sound. I feel like it like bands retain their sound and still do new and creative things all the time like, you know, so it's not but they still like Slayer, for example. I feel like every Slayer album is different. A couple of the last ones were pretty terrible, but, but like, they're getting old. But my whole thing is, and this has happened with lots of bands that they had an original sound. Like mm-hmm. Suicidal Tendencies was another one. They started out as like this thrashy hardcore band, mm-hmm. and then they went full on like metal for a while, right? And lost most of their fan base. And then when, I thought some of that stuff was great. Yeah, but then they went back to their roots. And is it because that's what they want to do or because they realize that's what will sell better? And that's my thing. If you your band progresses into a different sound, mm-hmm. even if it's a sound your fans don't like, if it's what you as a band member like, then that's what you should stick with. You shouldn't cave. But, wait, but also, and, what like, if, right, we admit defeat. We tried something that was interesting to us. You didn't like well, it. You say, we'll go back well, to you what you want You say it's here. admit defeat, but what if for them, it's like, all right, I want to try something new on this album. I want to experiment a little. And they do. And what if they themselves, at the, like when they play these songs for a year or two straight, mm-hmm. are just like, you know what? These songs aren't really me. I, I 
don't have fun playing this stuff. People I change. I, yeah, I, I really, faces. I really loved writing that old stuff. I'm going to try to write stuff like that again. Okay, that's fine, but it, that's a natural progression. Yeah, my, I'm more skeptical. But there's also two things that we're not discussing here. Yeah, well. One of them is that. You know, if we're going to take that argument, I mean, their most successful albums were when they were doing non-Metallica albums, you know? I mean, their, their most successful album was the Black Album. I mean, well, that's... I think that's... I count that as a Metallica album. I think that's it's... That's a very refined uh, iteration of Metallica. It's not thrash, though. It's like it's like hard rock. You would say it's it doesn't go I in guess. the thrash category. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then like the load stuff and all that, that was all like huge sellers too. No, wasn't it? No. Well, it not as good as the uh, initially. It sold more than the over time, though. Not definitely. Well, over not. time, those other albums have like a ten year head start, though. Like Master of Puppets was around ten years but more. Black Album is. Right, black, is a, no, far take black away. album out of it. Right, but, but then wouldn't they have gained so many fans that they, that would carry over to their next releases? And it didn't. The fans instead went backwards. So you think that you agree with Sid that they went back to playing like original, like Metallica sounding thrash because they just want to make money? No. Okay. I disagree with that. I think it's the opposite. I think all those other albums were an attempt to become, like, to break into the mainstream and to make more too. money. And this one, it was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just. Do what we want to do, but they I, were already uh, mainstream. What what break into they load and, from, and all but that from stuff, the Black Album? The black they were album. the biggest rock so band it, in the world. Right, already. so it was just to continue. I, that. I think it's more just again. They've been, at that point they've been playing thrash for fifteen years, and they were getting older mm. themselves. They were listening to different types of music. They were and they wanted to write music influenced by the stuff that they were into at that particular period. I'm not so sure I agree with it. I mean, maybe partly. I don't think it's all one, like, you know, yeah, yeah, monolithic thick thing, but yeah, I think right, it could be course. something from both. Sure. I think Agreed. there's an element of their, them saying, wow, thrash is really out of vogue now, and we want to do a little new metal, like, kind of, you know. I don't think rate. they did new metal at any point. Really. Yeah, but it came with, like, the, the haircuts and the suits. It was, like, a whole big, like, thing. Transition, yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't Lars Ulrich describe St. Anger before it came out as new metal? And specifically, he said that, which no, it is. I don't remember but. that. No, what I remember was. But did he mean he said, N-U or N-E-W? No, N-U. he said. N-U. No, no, no. He said that the influences for the album were Meshuggah and Hatebreed, or like I remember that too. But and I then the him. for the Death Magnetic, the influence was old Metallica. Oh, that no. that like it was the no. continuation of Injustice for All, which back now. Down. This sounds Calm more down. like Injustice for All than. Uh, but uh, I, I think Saint Anger was an attempt to write this album and just a bad failure. Like they were. This is the hook. I'm sorry. I guess the hook uh, also sounds kind of like Boss of the Planet. Raise. These like harmonies. It's very old school metallic. Right, right. <laughs> Whoa, no! I actually noticed that there's fewer Jameses on this, but that that one, one is an amazing. exception. Yeah, phenomenal. There's not many. Yeah, none of that stuff. And I haven't. I'm very haven't heard one yet. Yeah, I, and the next they're releasing another one, and it's like the ballady. I guess it's the fourth track because they. Oh, always, Unforgiven Four. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. 
I will be. I that I, that would be ridiculous. If they no, I don't think I, they released the track list. There's no unforgiven. Unforgiven two is already ridiculous. Can they just put unforgiven out three? Yeah. Like they let's need, not even just go put there. out a song called Forgiven and end it. Like, let's <laughs> just close that book. <laughs> unforgiven, the final chapter. Yeah. Well, Forgiven should just be an EP that has all the Unforgivens and then the <laughs> epic twelve minute closer, which wraps up the the story. All right, and then an Adam and the Ants cover, like Broken has. The other good EP. But yeah, this is Nine like channels. what I expected the like what I expected to follow up and Justice for All that never showed up until now. This is the like the these three songs, if it was the whole album, I don't know yet, but this was so the album I was expecting to come out when the black album came out. That was for the fans who continue to live. <laughs> what? Yeah. What does that mean? Like tw- 20 years later. Oh, the ones who didn't die in a yeah. horrible car accident. Right. It's like you, an alternate reality where Bob Rock didn't exist. Yes. You got to see Metallica become thrash again. Bob Rock skewed the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't think that. I think they wanted to do that and they hired a guy who facilitated yeah. it. But. Yeah. They seeked him out because they love... Sought. Sought, sorry. Uh, him out because they love the drum sound on... The Motley Crue album that he did right before he did their oh, album. Think. He is good for a Motley Crue sound. I, I like the way well, Motley yeah, that, Crue they sounds wanted, for them. They wanted that like mainstream like snare sound. But that, just the fact that Metallica at that point was making decisions based on the drum sound, it's like, yeah. that's the worst thing about your band. Stop sweating it. Just make everything else great and right. well, acknowledge maybe, that Lars is I feel Lars like the drums the on the earlier albums are pretty great. I don't know how they got I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I like it. I I thought that, and then like having more like discernment, I guess. Now that I'm older, like I listen back, and they're pretty horrible. And I was even remember when we did the song "Grocery." Yes. Yes. And I w- recorded that at Frank's house, and we had to sit there and listen to "Battery" like a hundred thousand <laughs> times. Yeah. And he's like, I I can't believe how bad the fucking drums are on all these Master of Puppets. Well, that's songs. because now we have a different point of reference. Like right. now, stuff is produced and sounds really yes. re- good I agree. and mixed and whatever. Back then, they didn't have the same same equipment, same. Right. It also, it gives you some idea how great these songs are that you don't even like. You get lost in it and you don't sit there and pick apart the shitty drumming. But it is shitty. I mean, that's why I'm kind of shocked that these drums. I feel like they're they're pretty good. It's not like mastery or anything. He's still he's still Lars Ulrich, but it's not. Who uh, produced the albums? I don't know. They uh, the, gr- the well, they produced with uh, I believe Greg Feldman, who's done the Greg last. Feldman. Hello, lady. He was the engineer on their... Also, uh, their lawyer. (laughs) Come on, guys. Accountant. Come on. Uh, Also, uh, he did the last album, but like with Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin wasn't... They didn't feel like paying Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin walked into the room To walk in and be like, yeah, "Yeah, it's good. (laughs) All right, I'm out of here. Here's my coffee. But hey, he's he's earned that right. Leave him alone. He's earned (laughs) that right, yeah. I feel like... like, That's good. I feel like there's two... Tears of Rick Rubin production, like the tier, like that, where he just walks in every once a week to hear what you've been working on. And be like, yeah, okay, sure. or nah, no. try again, change this, and then, get rid like, of the little Danish the guy. Premium package, which is what Black Sabbath had, where he actually is in the studio with you every day writing the music. And do you think that's like a different pay scale, or is it just how much he I gives think, a shit about the project? Is it? I a- think it is a different pay scale. Interesting. Hmm. 
I feel like I, 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 so there's one pure, level where like, you're basically I, just I, paying to have his name on the back I'm of the record. Pulling this out of my no, it's like a consultant fee. Whereas this is like, all right, if you really want me to be in there, I have to clear out my. He's a busy guy, Rick Rubin. He runs a label. I know. I, I, I I'm familiar with his work. They they go Are to the same bearded Jew meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Rob runs a metal blog, Noah. You know, all of these Jew jokes. Yeah. Uh, I'm finding them less and less funny when there's people oh, making yeah. actual anti Semitic no. jokes right now with the, the political climate. Mm. I want to talk about this one. Yeah, but we're Jews, so we could do it yeah. to ourselves. No, I know. Isn't Stop that being how such the a rule cuck. is? Noah, he's doing a good segue for once. Let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a Trump rally. Uh, somewhere. Let me pull this up. Doesn't kinda... matter really. Anywhere that there yeah. would be a Trump rally yeah. is pretty much the same. <laughs> so what do they do to the Jews? Well, so there's a press pen at all these rallies, uh, and the press have been getting harassed lately because Trump is, you know, saying uh, uh, it's rigged, whatever. And so there was this one lovely fella who uh, was caught on video by the press. Mm-hmm. Is he Mexican? USA. Well, very funny that you should say that. Okay. So there's this, this video went viral of this very, very, very Caucasian man in a Trump shirt. No, he's wearing yell- a Hillary for prison shirt. A Hillary for prison shirt, sorry. That's a Trump shirt. Ang- angrily yelling at the press, Jew SA, a chant that we have all probably chanted ironically or humorously. Mm-hmm. But Not really. They're no, ruining feel, it for I, us. I feel like on the show we've chanted it like jokingly, but okay. now, I, yeah, like you, like you said, Darren, it's ruined for me because there's someone legitimately chanting it. So this clip went viral. This was in Arizona. Oh, of course. This clip went viral. This guy was identified. His name, his full name is Javier. George Lindell. Mm-hmm. And now he's and, dead. And here, check this out. Now he's backpedaling on this. Oh. Taunt. Is he riding a unicycle backwards and saying Jew USA? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Lindell said he did not do it to taunt, but to show solidarity with Mexicans. He said he saw a group of Hispanics, including some children, standing around him. The children, he said, ba- began chanting USA, oh. except it came out as Jew USA. But then they they soon stopped because, according to him, quote, they felt it wouldn't fit in because of their accent. That's why I started chanting Jew essay at the rally. That is Uh. so stupid that I believe him. (laughs) That is so stupid that I believe that that's the stupid thing he was doing instead of the other stupid thing. Hold on. Go Uh, ahead. Final quote. Uh. Though he said it has been a habit of his for years since days of growing up around Latinos in his Maryvale neighborhood, quote, that's always the way I've said it. Jew SA, he said. Wait, Maryvale? The, where Kevin Owens is from? Maryvale. Oh, Maryvale. Uh, I like the way it sounds. I like Jew SA because it has more flair. So see? Okay. Rick, yeah. Guys, it wasn't, it wasn't at all. Oldest uh, ride. Longest racism. <laughs> I, yeah, now that you added that, it sounds like he's just lying. 
Of course, that doesn't explain. This, this, the article goes on to say, of course, that doesn't explain why Lindell, who by his own admission muttered, the Jews run the country yeah. anyway, <laughs> at the end of his chant, he explained. At the end of the interview. He yeah. explained that one away with the excuse that he was just horsing around. Oh, no. locker room talk, yeah. Yeah. Uh, something transpired upon the stage. <laughs> uh, oh, man, God, I want to say. <laughs> I read like so. I just got an advance of the new Superjoint uh, album, yes. which is Phil Anselmo's band. And it's is it all first, a sixty minute apology? It's his. <laughs> it's the first release since this whole controversy. Yeah. And there's a song on it called Clickbait. Uh oh. Uh, it's I, about you. About you. Response record. There's there's a quote of Rob Pazbani. No, I listened to it. Please, 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 please. No, there's no. I listened to it, and never, ever, ever in my life have I ever wanted lyrics as much as I do now, because it's like. And you can't play it, can you? No, I can't play because it's the it's not out. Uh, we'd we'd uh, get in trouble or whatever, but you can't even understand really the lyrics. And the song is actually really good. I oh. found my, I found myself like like getting lost in it. Because he like, wrote it for you. Of it's just like the kid who listens to uh, to Inquisition. He doesn't like them, but he likes the yeah. music. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're both Nazis. So uh, here here's some song titles: Today and Tomorrow. All right. Burning the blanket. Rob Pesbani is a lib cunt. No 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 no. Ruin you. Close. Caught up in the gears of the application. Mm-hmm. That's Rob's uh, metal injection. That's what his computer crashed. Here's yeah. one, that, yeah. I, <laughs> here's one that I think might have a deeper meaning. Uh-huh. Sociopathic herd delusion. Hmm. Mm. What could that be about? Herding mm. Jews into cattle cars. No, no, no. It's people no. Are, are sociopathic in the way they... <laughs> Form in a herd to attack someone mm-hmm. for something Much he, like, he like, did. Like, like when a bunch of rednecks at a show attack uh, Jews by saying white power when they're drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he means something else. Yeah. Right. No, he means, yeah, like a bunch of Jews criticizing right. a drunk. Right. Of course it's them. Why, 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 don't be ridiculous. <laughs> we can actually listen to that one. Okay. Uh, and then, to, uh, then <laughs> circling the drain, mm-hmm. asshole. Asshole is, is that's one track. is that one, one circling track. the drain asshole. The drain These are just texts six. he sent Rob. <laughs> track. track clickbait asshole. Hey, clickbait. Then the following you track. <laughs> this is like a diss EP that he released about Rob. All about Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Mutts bite two. I don't know what that means. Nuts. Mutts. Mutts. Mutt's bite T O O or is this like Unforgiven? Yeah, too? I was about to say. Is well. there another Mutt's bite? Mutt's bite as well. That's how he means okay. too. And then rigging the fight. Uh oh. And uh, then Trump supporter. And then uh oh, receiving no answer to the knock. I imagine that's him. Ghosted him. I imagine that's him going to showing up to a blogger's house and knocking. No, that's no, that's when, when the German. Him. That's when the German soldier would come to the barracks in the <laughs> concentration camp. <laughs> Are you awake? Wake up! Time for shower. <laughs> it's a tribute oh. song. Yavol. Better not tell him who produced the new Metallica record. Time for shower, you then. Oh, Scott Feldman. Feldman, what kind of name is uh This is sociopathic person. They catch it. That's great. Jews. <laughs> I added that part. Just want to say. So we'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> 
USA, USA. So in solidarity. I just want to say uh, it was late at night when I recorded this album. <laughs> Some things transpired onto the MP3 that should have been left off the MP3, and I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sorry, I got that. By the way, just to- <laughs> everyone knows I'm not that kind of lyricist. <laughs> There's a black guy in my band. I made out with him. No juice, though. <laughs> uh, Greg Feidelman is the producer. Feidelman. 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 Hello, lady. He also he's he's been a busy guy. Uh, he yes. makes the Apocalyptica album. Make him some Kriplach. Controlling the economy. Produced the last Slipknot album. <laughs> Engineered the Black Sabbath album. Produced the uh, Metallica Lou Reed album. He's more. He's like an engineer, really. I, he's the type of producer that yes. more, is more on the technical side as opposed to comes in and, and yeah. critiques and tells him, no, you should go this he's, way. He's also engineering the race against Donald Trump. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Well, him and the global elites, the global conspiracy. Yeah. Well, not just him. I mean, it's yeah. all the other Jews, too. Yeah. Huh. I just thought that was implied. Ugh. Duh. Did I tell you guys how um, on the way to the supermarket there's, there's an apartment um, where once I was walking Bruno at night and you know when people have their lights on at night you could see right into their home and it's a red wall with a Nazi flag hanging on. What? what? She's mentioned this before, yeah. I don't remember yeah. this at all. Right around the corner or whatever. From here? Yeah. Where can I go to see this? Unbelievable. Um, I will tell you All off right. my yeah, tell me. Yes. Yeah, so um, I want to like throw a rock at his window or something, sure. but it's too do far. It. No, and well, then also you can get guy. arrested. Yeah, yeah. Don't, no one in our audience do it if you happen to see this. Just know it, do it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do it because you can't. All, all you have to do is apologize after some rocks transpire and, yeah. through the window. <laughs> but it's just like a very weird thing to see in, in Brooklyn. And then just like walking around, just looking at all my neighbors and just, which one of you is a Nazi? Nazi. Yeah. All of them. Or maybe they appreciate the uh, the artwork. And really, it's a symbol of peace for thousands of years. There are really scarcely any uh, brown people in your neighborhood, I would say. Not none, but it's close to zero. Uh, that's not true. Well, like, in my it's anecdotal it's experience, huge Middle Eastern uh, contingent. Yeah. It's, I feel that it's farther down from from. No, the no, there's, there's more a lot of, towards there's Sunset a lot Park. Of, and also, like, uh, there's there's I the hookah bars and everything. Who do you think's hanging out there? They walk over from Sunset Park. Those are like the light skinned Muslims, like the Turkish people that do the hookah a lot. That's racist. Why is that? No, it's yeah, a social I'm, thing. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but uh, was, it's just it's so odd to me. I've never really experienced anti-Semitism from white people. Not to, I guess I haven't really experienced it from anybody. But like I see it, you know, like on the news, you, you see Palestinians or whatever. Like I, right. in a way, I'm desensitized to that. But sure. seeing a white guy sh- angrily shouting Jew essay or like Linden Press or whatever that is, which mm-hmm. is what the the Nazis shouted at the press for being in, yeah. in, for being communists or whatever. Lugan press, Lugan press, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's genuinely 
off-putting like sure. I, I don't want to say fr- frightening is too strong of a word i'm not like fearing from i live in fucking new york yeah. i'm fine here's the thing though most of these people it's just it's trolls they've never even met a jew in their yeah, life i agree yeah they're just they're just saying it to painting. seem to like seem intimidating I, like ooh. i don't agree with that i, I think, think i agree that. with the part that I, they've I never think, seen a jew yeah. but i don't think they're only saying it to be intimidating i think they there's a visceral hate for jews in them somewhere and it and it's frightening. I don't think it's something we should just shrug it off like they're being trollish. You know, I really think it's frightening. I think it's nasty and just really disturbing. Where does it come from? Well, it comes from not knowing any Jews. It comes from and, having anger. Well, also and, it comes from the. Let's be real. It comes from their religion telling them that yeah. Jews killed Jesus Christ. Is one of the big things. But that I, I feel from like a lot all, of these young the alt right people aren't particularly religious at all. Oh, I don't agree with that. As maybe some of them, but I think there's. I think that there's an aspect to it for sure. No. But uh, I mean, it's hard to say because we're not racists. Yeah. <laughs> well, they grow up. I think it's also the community. It's just those type of things. Also, one thing I've learned is that Jew is a verb. In the middle of the like, yeah. in the you non, didn't know that. In the non- yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know this until very recently. Really? Wow. Yeah, I even say that down. like facetiously. Did you? No, know? I, sure, I say it as well, but I didn't realize. I say it uh, again mockingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people like so. Just in that sense, don't that Jew me. You. Give me a cigarette. Like, don't, yeah, don't, don't be a Jew. It's like being an Indian giver. Hmm. You don't know that one either. Me. No, Indian you? givers when you give something to someone, but then you demand it back from them. Yeah. Like you take your gift Welching back. on something, yeah. yeah. You've never heard any of these. Where have you lived? He's been in He's the basement been... blogging. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> in his mother's basement, no. <laughs> making making Pepe the Frog memes. Jeez, is that you? <laughs> you invented that? No. Did you make that when you were working I did on use, Rob Van Dam's uh, well, we website? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> we have a column called Dank Slams, which is about slam music. And for, for the first few, uh, sl- you know, slam like Onyx. Da, da, da. <laughs> no, <laughs> not not really like Onyx, but there's a slam genre, uh, and we were using Pepe the Frog really? with headphones, and they're like, "Oh, Pepe wow. the Frog is a hate. Oh, we should probably stop using yeah. Pepe now." So we've. Metal Injection is probably a Nazi website. Magusta guy. That's going to be my no, blog headline tomorrow. It's the, con- it's the ah. contact. How do you like it now, clickbait asshole? What blog do you have? I'm going to start one just so I can post that headline. People What's it will called? love it. And you should also point out that the Metal Injection colors are very much like the Nazi colors. It's true. Red, black, it's and It's going to be called yeah. MetalInjectionSucks.com. Ah. That's right. Suck it. And you could try to sell it to Rob. And the Metal Sucks guys. Either one of them. Yeah. It's got all the names in there. Sure. You're both coming and going. You should call it Jew SA. That would be a great blog <laughs> name. That has to be taken already. For like someone who's Jewish and Hispanic. Or lives in San Antonio. Well, oh, SA. SA yeah. I get it. Yeah. It could go That's, a lot of different ways. Sure. Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses. No. Uh, anyone with the initials. Yeah. SA, really. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Jew SA Smith. Juice ass. He's a sassy juice Hello. <laughs> Bagels with a schmear. <laughs> Plenty of sassy Jews around. Yeah. There was some other racism in the news. That we <laughs> that's all that's in the news. Always. No, but there was something specific that I talked to Rob about, but 
Mm, I can't remember. What's the... I don't remember. I was hoping you could bail me out. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> the Jew SA was the, the main one. Okay. What about farting in China? What about farting in China? Is there a punchline to this? Yeah, no, there was a story about a, a surgery. There was a fire in a surgery. In a surgery? I can't pull up the story. I sent it in our thread. Wait, if somebody else can pull it up. Sorry. There was a fart in a surgery. Someone, someone farted. farted during surgery? <laughs> oh the God, patient w- or the doctor? I would doctor? be mortified if that was me. The patient or the doctor? I feel farted. like we're on the phone with that kid from Salt Lake City again. Rob, slow down. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> somebody can check their email <laughs> and look up the story. They will have uh-huh. all the info. But there was a surgery fart. So yeah, someone someone fire farted and it set off a fire. Okay. Was, Woman farts. Oh, we no, we did. That's an old one, right? Yeah. Sorry. No. What? I look. I searched fart in my email and I found the one about the the vagina connected to the asshole. <laughs> no, that is an old one. You're correct. No, no, hold on. Noah found it. Uh, okay. Oh, I see it here now. Fart surgery. <laughs> A patient's fart ignited a fire during surgery. You would be mortified. No, what is there to be mortified about? You're probably knocked out. Like you're, you're not in control. Yeah, but of your bowels. You'd be mortified when you woke up. She Why? seriously I, hurt somebody. Because her ass oh, well, the is fire. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is China. They probably think women are unclean when they fart. No, actually, this was in Tokyo. It oh. says. I thought you I, just said China. They're all the same to him. I didn't say it. That's you said it when you, you opened it. this. I just want to know, like, where did the fire come from? Uh, Her ass. <laughs> Clearly. That's how they get rid of tumors over there. Oh. They just burn them out. Okay. It was the, the gas ignited the laser that they were using. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, man. No lasers could be ignited. Lasers. Isn't it just light? How can you like ignite a laser? It's hot light. Well, it's hot. Because if, it, if they're using it to cut open the skin, it's mm-hmm. like re- literally burning through the Right, but it's focused tissue. light. Like, how can it explode? I'm not when saying it I just don't understand gas it. gas hits it, I guess that's what it's, happens. It's like when Does you... Does anybody have a laser pointer like right if you, now? If, <laughs> if you have a spray can and you point it at a like a lighter, it's uh, going to like ignite. Right, the, but a lighter is not like a... Fo- I don't understand how a focused laser could explode i've never heard of that i believe it i just never it happened i'm sure it did okay so how did it happen doctors were operating on the patient's cervix with oh my god with a laser when she suddenly farted igniting the laser and badly burning her lower body oh Oh. wow imagine waking up from surgery with a burnt you're worse now than before do we know that like maybe they (laughs) fucked up the surgery and blamed it on her possibly her farting (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Are we sure it was a fart and not a queef? If it's fucking <laughs> on the cervix, maybe well, the doctor farted and blew up her vagina and all that, and then they blamed it on her. Could be and to avoid queef, malpractice. And a, qu- a queef is just air; it's not really like from your intestines. It's not at all from your intestines. Five oh five. Are you queefing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, it is a girl. Who is this? Um, Erica. Hello, Erica. Um, Where are you Mexico. calling? From New Mexico. Hi, Erica. Yes. Hi. Are you a, are you a serial queefer? Come on, what are you asking? Uh, me? Is that not. That's your personal. I'm sorry. Let her say what she has to no, say. Just, just so you know, I hit Rob <laughs> for saying that. Okay. Serial queefer is the episode title, though. Thank you, because we had yeah. we didn't have one until that. No, moment. I don't care that you ask her a personal question, but she's trying just to get like to not a right point. off the bat. Yeah. I mean, let's let's get to know Erica. Is well, this the first time you're calling us? 
Yes, I actually called um, on Halloween mm-hmm. and left a voicemail, and I was hoping you guys don't play it on the air because it's thought, very embarrassing. I thought we had no uh, new. Po- oh, well, we've been having for some reason with the Skype. Some of the voicemails aren't playing, mm-hmm. so it was probably one okay. of yours. So, what was it about? Can you redo it? Um. Well, basically, I have really bad anxiety. So I've been making it a goal to go to the gym uh, this year. Good. <laughs> so you guys have been helping me so much in the Aww. gym. Oh, do you listen at the and, gym? Huh? Do you listen at the gym? Oh, no. Like, you're helping me, like, going to the gym. How How are we helping you? Um. Well, my anxiety, like, is around people. Mm-hmm. So... Just basically going in the gym and talking like, sorry, my voice is shaking. No, it's that's fine. Okay. Take your time. <laughs> yeah. we're, all, we're all friends here. Yeah. Take your time. Well, we're not all friends. Sorry. We're friends with her. Some of the callers are not friends with her. Well, I mean, yes, everyone on air right now are friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all on your team is what they're Yeah, so you, you have trouble going into the gym, but then like... How I think do- I get it. Is it that you listen to the show... And you hear us talking and you kind of like relate to it and, and you feel like you're a part of a conversation because that's kind of like the goal of the show. The goal of the show is that we're sitting in a room, but there's also the, you know, the person that's listening who's invited into the conversation. Is it something like that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's just like your sense of humor helps me like. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh. How could you hang up on her? Right? I didn't have my, my computer crashed. All the progress she made has been destroyed. Wow, Rob. We just crushed her. Oh. She'll never call back. Now. I'm so sorry. I'm going. I'm going to get her back on the line, and just then I'm not yeah, going to touch the computer. computer. Okay. Well, We're gonna get her uh, back on the line. It's good to know that dick and fart jokes are helping people. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, anxiety is, you know, just like a monster to deal with. I also have. Well, I don't really have anxiety problems anymore because it's something that I've decided to take care of. Because you stopped tough. the weed. No. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about the weed at all. This is oh, like... I was hoping. A lot more than that. I wish she would have called this sooner. I could have visited her when I was in New Mexico and like gone to the gym with her and said encouraging things while she was like... You wouldn't go to the gym. I wouldn't go work out. You would have discouraging things. To, like, you no, for a fan. You would judge everyone yeah. at the gym. Not her, though. I'd say mean things about everyone else oh, to, to her. her you would have better. taken her to a Del Taco. Come on, let's skip the fucking gym. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Look, there's, a, there's a McDonald's right across the her street. Her treat? Her treat? <laughs> All right, uh, my computer's back up. Going to try to get her on the line. This is going to be weird when she's probably not expecting us to call her. It's well, okay. hopefully it's, it's a cell phone and not like her mom picks up or something. Why would her mom pick up? Who has a house phone anymore? Cell, yeah. I don't know. People in New Mexico. Hill pe- people over there. <laughs> so our our fan is a hill person is what you said? Come on. I'm not blaming her for it. She was born into it. <laughs> It's not her choice. She's working up the nerve to get the hell out of New Mexico. Good. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out. In Are a you moment. calling her back? Yes. Okay. I'm trying to call her back. Oh, boy. Uh, we're just having a problem. We have so many problems. Yeah. I'm getting, anxiety. I'm getting anxiety now. Yeah. Anxiety is not going to be one of them. <laughs> uh, I really hope. We need her to help us now that she's conquered her anxiety. Well, she's. <laughs> What? See, I'm, the, the conquered might have been destroyed by yeah, just, Rob. I'm I just worried want to now. Apologize yeah. for uh, restarting your anxiety. There, there was some 
crashing that transpired upon the computer. <laughs> yes, that transpired upon the computer. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, and she sent a voice message. Oh, no, we're calling her back. Okay. Yeah, no, we're going to call her back. We're calling her back. That's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. It's the only podcast that will call you. <laughs> That's right. Oh, she's calling us. Message oh. Okay, here we go. Hello. All right, we're back. Erica. Hi. That Sorry, was that was totally our fault. No, it was Rob's fault. My yeah. fault. No, it was the computer's fault. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say thank you because without your show, I wouldn't have been able to make a twenty or two hundred and twenty-five pound squat yesterday. Wow! Oh, wow! wow. I don't think I could do that. Yeah. It's pretty Definitely good. Not. It's pretty good. How much you bench? Um. Well, I'm doing my all my PRs this week, mm-hmm. so. My last PR was 125. I'm hoping to get 135. What is a PR? What's a PR? A personal record. Oh. oh. Fancy. And how long have you been going to the gym? Um, I actually started in September, but I got really um, serious into powerlifting since January. In September of last year, you mean? Since September yes. was just two months ago. Okay, I see. That's great. And, and you've been listening to the live cast the whole time? I have been actually listening to you guys since late 2010. Wow. Oh, wow. So almost yeah. six years now. Did you go and listen to the episodes before that? Yes. Cool. I was actually subscribed to you guys for a while. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really listened to you guys until I was bored one day on a road trip and... I instantly fell in love. Do you, oh. do you remember the first episode that you heard on that road trip? I'm just curious. Um, I don't remember, but I have the most memorable one, and it's the anal runoff. <laughs> <laughs> what, happened, what happened there? Other than the anal runoff conversation. Um, it was with Nina and <laughs> oh. how it was a popsicle stick. And- <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and oh, how... Nina. The Iron Sheik was her baby, or her baby daddy, or not her baby daddy, but her dad. Yeah. It may have been her dad because he traveled to that part of the country many times. Yeah. And then yes. the Hulk song, and Darren was just singing about, you know, being a anal runoff baby. <laughs> Why you kill it, the anal runoff baby? Aww. Just the luck of the Daniel. Is Nina still alive? Yeah. We haven't heard from Nina in quite some time. I think we're like, Facebook she's friends. She's an adult now. Yeah. She's in college now. She probably still looks like she's 14, though. Is she still? She might be graduated from college by now. Yeah. That's a good point. Wow. We are fucking 2010 old, is six years ago. Yeah. And she was, I think, last we heard from her, she was just about to start college, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's probably done. She's probably like in the workforce. Yeah. She probably lives like three blocks away from here. We have been doing the show a long fucking time. She might be a mom now. It's about Hopefully to be our 8th <laughs> anniversary, by the way. Yeah. Oh, do you have another call? Do you need to go? Let's Nina. Let them, let them wait. It's not that important. They're calling to certify your personal powerlifting record. Oh. Your recording has oh, reached the maximum length. Oh. Replay oh. your message. Press one. Oh, I think we just left a very long voicemail of this conversation. Uh, yeah, of three us options. talking to you. Press four. To send a fax, Let's re-record it. Hit three. Do we even have a keypad? What is going on here? I don't know. Leave us alone! I'm getting anxiety now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> to replay your message... Oh, no! Let's replay it. Let's hear it. And re-record no. your message. It. Press three. 
For delivery options, press 4. Really to send the fax, so press 6. Uh, to cancel this message, press star. Okay, sorry about that. Now? I don't know what's going on. We're in this weird <laughs> loop To transpire yeah. upon the stage, press 8. So well, Nina just graduated college, and oh, she's geez. working as a photographer. So wow. Sorry. Congratulations, yeah. Nina. And thank you, Erica, for your call. Thank you, Erica. That was one of the coolest calls I feel we ever had. I'm so glad we were able to help you with your anxiety. Yeah, that, uh, that personally, that feels really good because I also have anxiety or had anxiety issues. Hopefully they won't come back. Now, how many powerlifting records have you set? <laughs> I'm just kidding. She Don't just say power one. slams dudes. At Don't her, say one. At her dojo. <clears throat> Who, me? You. Did she, um, is she I, gone? I, what? Yeah, yeah no, she said she couldn't hear us because so, of that weird. Sorry. Stuff, so she'll just listen on the stream. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Okay, well, uh, since we don't have any voicemails. Mm-hmm. She said the one she left was very embarrassing. We, I want to hear it now. We, we no. do have some voicemails. Oh. Just not hers. All right. Oh, wait, wait. I think her voice message d- does load. Should we play it? Yeah. Sure. All right, she left I'm two. sure it wasn't embarrassing. Hi, Middle Objection, my best. Um, this is Erica. Originally from New Mexico, but now living in Washington. Oh, she lied to um, us. No, I'm didn't. just calling because I am a first-time caller, but I am a long-time listener. Yes. First time. And then it hangs time. up, and then she left another one. Mm. I'm sorry. My phone just cut off because I was connected to the Wi-Fi instead of my actual... <laughs> Rob. Um, yeah, she was using Rob's ...data yeah. server. But I just wanted to call and let you guys know that you're the reason why I can get through my workouts during the week. Yeah. Because I have severe um, anxiety, like social anxiety. I. Well, with social anxiety, I can't really um, function. Well, without knowing, like, it's, um, basically having five other people are, five, yeah, five other people in your head telling you all your flaws that you're doing wrong. But isn't that what the live cast is? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> when you listen to well, we're, well, we're not we're telling not our It's one person telling um, you bad things and then three other people being sort of through my workouts has helped tremendously because of you guys I'm I was able to do my first um, powerlifting meet and my one rep max for my body weight was 200 pounds at 160 and I would That's love Rob, next time you go to the to gym say that you guys helped you. me so much because Probably get a butt the fact up. that I hate being in the Another gym, one? surrounded by a whole bunch of guys and girls, like half naked, basically. Where is this gym? Um, Any gym? Oh. It just helped me so much. She's not familiar with the inside. <laughs> yes, been to a gym. Uh, no, I have not. Have not. And even though, like, I don't see eye to eye with you guys. A lot. What? It's just 
Like you got, like your guys just Okay, I feel bad now if she's gonna. Yeah, it's private. Yeah. She didn't really want to. Yeah, us no, to no, play no. it. I don't think. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, we'll we will listen. We'll listen to the the rest of it off the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you. I think it's really sweet. Yeah. yeah, jokes aside, that was very nice. Yeah. And I'm happy to inspire someone in that our small way. Definitely. Just really a big way for Erica. So cool. Thank it's you. weird that the show's never inspired me to go to the gym. I've been listening to it yeah. since it started. Well, has anything ever inspired you to, you to do any sort of physical film. activity? I don't think I've so. done physical activity. In my when? Life. Name There's one time. time. I'm not he walks score. the dogs. That's his yeah. physical activity. That, that is true. That it. is a. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, someone in the chat, one gun goodbye says, but you guys talk about your own flaws so much. It makes us comfortable. Mm. Helps Aww. me with anxiety, too. But Aww. I'm too shy to call in. Oh, call right now. Oh, well, that. That really makes me uh, uh, feel better because I feel sometimes I overshare and I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I, do people don't need to know this? If you can acknowledge your flaws, then it makes you a better person. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad uh, people take something from it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Especially like in the past episode where we've like grown up on the air. You know, there's a couple, you know, embarrassing stuff out there, but whatever. Yeah, there's a few episodes that I definitely can't listen to. (laughs) The drunk one. <laughs> uh, I can't listen to the one on my birthday where I got so stupid drunk. I also there was another one where I did that before that, where I would take a shot for every caller. Yeah, that was like way in the beginning. It was like, yeah, like in the first place that we did it, the show. Uh, and then yeah, then just a few others which I'm not going to name because then people are going to go look for them. Yeah. And I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. Speaking of the archives, I want to mention something. Leroy always talks about how he goes back and listens to old episodes because, you know, we have over 380 episodes now in the can. Closing in on 400. And Leroy uh, left a comment right before we went on the show saying, uh, linking to an episode, episode number three, oh, not 186. 186. Mm-hmm. There we go. Thank you. Uh, which the title is the Ayatollah of Smoke and Bola. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> a plus title. Uh, and uh, Leroy left the caption, uh, LOL, all that remains live read the day the live cast sold out. I cannot disagree with you more, yeah. Leroy, because if the live cast were to sell out, we wouldn't have shit talked all yeah. that remains yeah. or we would have apologized. We... Yes. Got all that remains money. That money literally came out of all that remains pockets because their label did the buy and any advertising or anything the label buys goes up against profits the band makes. The band has to recuperate all of the money the label spent on the promotion of the album before they get paid. So all that remains literally paid us, sure, to promote their album, but then to also shit on them. Yeah. Right. So that we, is not that is the opposite of something. We out. will, you know, unless it's like ideologically abhorrent to us. I mean, you can ad- they can advertise on our yeah. air. We'll and also, we have nothing against Hopefully. like if you want to listen to all the remains, go yeah, right. It ahead. doesn't change have, our opinion of them. Yeah, we have something specific against the vocalist of all the remains. Other people are nice. The guitarist and the drummer are very nice people. Yeah. And who knows if at that point we had even really right. talked about any of that That's stuff? The other that might have been. I that think so. Like I think that was uh, after our uh, Twitter, the Twitter thing that we had with really? them. All right. Twitter well, war. Wow. So good for things. them still throwing some money at us. Well, their label is. Yeah. I thought we mentioned were that also at supporters. the time, though. Didn't yeah, you? I think that. Yeah. 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 Y
Do we have any more voicemails? We do. We have one from Sulk Rogan. <laughs> I'm drunk as shit, brother. Beat up on that popping downers and sniffing glue. And let me tell you that Sulkamania is running wild, brother. Listen, hoaxers. I really need you guys to send me them panties in that WCW game. Hey. One inch of pure American steel right here, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. And don't forget to say your vitamins and eat your fucking prayers. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's doing great. Don't forget uh, that ter- Terry Boulay has a one-inch penis, but Sulk Bogan has a, <laughs> has a four-inch penis. <laughs> That's much better. Yeah. <laughs> and Sulk Rogan, of course, is talking about the... WWE 2K17 PlayStation game and the MeUndies underwear. Do, uh, did he just win, or do we still? I believe he did. Okay, Yay. he can have it. It's all congratulations. Hits. That was a plus voicemail. Excellent. So you're going to win that prize package with Noah's soiled underwear. It's not soiled. <laughs> it's unused and it doesn't. Oh. Fit well, it's me. soiled by like the atmosphere yeah. in your apartment. Okay. Is the game soiled? No. Okay. It's in, in package in, in the plastic. Okay. Excellent. Congratulations. Yes. And also, I, I failed to mention that Sid is wearing a lovely oh, yeah. uh, Mona Lisa Sid shirt. Yeah, it arrived today, so it worked for the it's, show. It's so the charming Sid shirt, I like to call it. that guy. And uh, first, it's a long sleeve, which is cool, but mm-hmm. what I didn't realize about it is that there's a little Metal Injection Livecast logo like mm-hmm. right at the top. Yeah. In the painting, which the I painting. think is great. Mm-hmm. Well yeah. done. You have to take a close look at Sid's boob to see it. <laughs> Sid, Sid doesn't have baloney tits above. like Mike uh, Francesa, so you, it doesn't It's like roast beef more than baloney. Okay. Turkey. But yeah, you can pick up a Sid Charming shirt, a Rob sh- Robba shirt, a Darren shirt. Darinsky. We're going to have a, a, a Noah shirt soon. Right for the holidays. A very and, nice Noah shirt, I have to say. And, Thank you. Or, or, or you get, get all of these designs on iPhone cases, on notebooks, on laptop cases, laptop like holders, tra- laptop travel bags, uh, tote bags, many different yes, items. Take us to the grocery store and, and stuff. Us. And you help support the show, and you help all the money that that we're we're, we're making off the show. We're putting back into upgrading the equipment. We're gonna have some some sweet upgrades pretty soon. We're gonna pay for Erica's gym membership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say that here; it's binding. <laughs> ah, damn it! <laughs> right, hopefully, uh, she's covered for the next year, and then she'll forget. Okay. And, uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for our show this week. Thank you, Erica. We're going to have uh, Doc Coyle calling into the show next week, who you might remember from God, from forbid. God forbid. He's got a new project coming up, uh, and I can't remember the name, so I'm trying to kill time. I heard. But I doing tell. a very poor can job hear you of typing. it. The name is Vegas, Vegas Nerve. Thank you. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, start, trying to launch a new band and a lot of cool stuff. And of course, uh, it's going to be election day, so we have plenty of yeah. stuff to discuss. Live election updates. Don't Better forget fun. to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. We're on Twitter at MI Livecast, uh, at Rob Injection, at, at no, no Injection, and Sid is at Bland Injection. And also, please, if you listen to us on the podcast app or on iTunes, give us a five star review. 
or or leave a rating. Tell us about how we helped you with your anxiety, or yeah, or nice created more yeah, anxiety, yeah, yeah. more anxiety for you because of all the arguments we. There get should to. be equal time for w- both sides. Whatever this. works. You can always leave us a voicemail at any time during the week by calling seven one eight three zero three two three five three or skyping Metal Injection Livecast. It's going to do it for this week. Darren, take us away.